Welcome to Both Down, episode 63, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In all of Rocktown. Rocktown! Everybody in Rocktown, welcome to the show. What is Rocktown? Rocktown Rumblers. It's where Guffle Pessmall used to play. Ah, nice. Pull Pull that Pulled that out of the new fluff, huh? That's exactly what I was just going to say. I am Scott Prime, and with me is Kilowagi, a.k.a. Steve Campbell. Hello. Hello, Rocktown. It's like a band. I want to be like... <laughs> it is. Yeah, Rocktown. Rocktown. Didn't think of that. Yeah. The Rocktown Rumblers. It's pretty cool. I wonder it's where not... that's located on the old world map. Makes me think near mountains. <laughs> it almost have to be, right? But Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't get that far into the fluff. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm assuming we have a lot of new listeners, judging by... Um, downloads of the last episode. <laughs> downloads of the last episode and all the new people coming aboard to this uh, great journey into fantasy sports role-playing. Welcome aboard, and hopefully you enjoy yourself as Scott goes off on tangents after tangents. Yeah, that's what we're good <laughs> at. That's what you'll learn to love about the podcast. Yeah, of course. That's the best part of any podcast. Well, first up, let's see. We got um, Pod Bowl is over finally. 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 If people don't know what that is, it's a bunch of podcasters getting together and playing on Fumble. Right. And if you don't know what Fumble is, go to F-U-M-B-B-L dot net. Uh, maybe com. com? I, don't, I don't remember. Just type in Fumble. It, you can play Pod yeah. Bowl online. Yep. For free. For free. It's pretty awesome, too. Uh, it is won by um, Matt... Uh, Harl Jack, I believe is his last name, if I'm pronouncing it right, from Pitch Invasion. Kick Your Asses. Also known as Kick Your Asses. Um, he used to uh, share a podcast with T. Lawson Tim. They used to do a Blood Bowl podcast called Pitch Invasion. They might still, you know. If you haven't done a ever... podcast in a year, you probably still don't have a podcast. Uh, it's still there. It's just it is on iTunes, out. so go out and enjoy it. I listened to a podcast the other day from someone who hadn't put out something for over a year. Really? Was and it the Siggy Lama show? No. No, he's still <laughs> not doing anything. It was James Bonding. Hmm. About James Bond. There was a thing on Facebook today about a new Blood Bowl podcast that I cannot remember the name, but they are, I guess they play Age of Sigmar and Blood Bowl. Yeah. It's like a half and half podcast, and I cannot remember the name, but before this episode's over, I'll... We'll I didn't see that. We'll dig them up and maybe give them a shout out if huh. I can find them again. Okay, cool. If you know who you are, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, as other podcasts go down, new ones rise up to the top. So, welcome Not to the Lord. top. We're at the top. Yeah. We're, despite we're... what Chance and Drew say. <laughs> well, and despite what the numbers say. And despite what feedback says. And despite what... <laughs> We um, are the number one polls. Blood Bowl podcast, dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 That's indeed. all that matters. What else is new for you besides collecting anything that has <laughs> Blood Bowl printed on it? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I do. Because you got the winner pitch in, and it yep. comes with a band that's wrapped around it. Yep. And I noticed that you're saving that band. Why are you looking at my stuff, dude? Because you told me to go in there and get your rule books. So you looked at the top of my shelf, in the yeah. back? Yeah. And I don't see... See? There's a reason to have it. There's not. Why wouldn't I keep that? It has the rules on it. <laughs> okay. We, you didn't say that. I thought it came with a rules insert. No. Oh, okay. Speak, we'll probably get into that later, but no, that didn't come with anything. So Steve's one of the few people in the world that has the winter map because yeah. they you know, made it available for about five seconds. And 
We can talk about that later too. Yeah. So Scott's not happy. Eh. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. But nobody does. We'll get into that later. So what do we have on the agenda today? The agenda today, sir. We have three segments broken up into the following format. Does that mean you want me to read them off? No, I just it took me a second to remember what they were. <laughs> well, so first, first segment, off, we're going to be going over the game. Going over the game. Which I know if you've listened to any other Blood Bowl podcast, you're tired of hearing us go over the game. But believe it or not, people have requested we would like your thoughts on the game. And we'll be happy to oblige. We weren't going to, but no. we are going to because we've had so much feedback. And I'd like to hear what your thoughts are, so we'll give it to you. And we will be giving you our thoughts during it and trying not to go over too much. If you want the full info of what the release was, you just figured. I mean, come on. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> but we'll go into some details about what we think about it. In the second segment, we will also be going over... The most important part of the new release. The fluff. So uh, we've kind of dove into the books, and we're going to compare and contrast the most things that we can figure out from the fluff. It brought us to the game, and we'll be seeing how it holds up in the new release. Then third segment, we are going to just call this segment Sports Role-Playing. Fantasy Sports Role-Playing. Fantasy Sports Role-Playing. We have a few listener questions that want us to... um, Solve their problem, or at least give them our opinions on them. Or so feedback. we're going to do it then, and we also have some and if some getting, comments on our own. And if you're getting into the game, it's something that you can take with you to make your experience better, and even change it up. You don't have to do things the same way everybody else does. I hope not. Just do them how we do it. This is That's a new beginning. Want. There's a crop of new people out there that can just jump aboard, and welcome to my sports role playing game. Don't exactly. mess it up. Don't mess it up. <laughs> I think so far it's been doing fine. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's been a nice it's breath nice. of fresh air. To, like People are excited, and they actually have a lot of fluffy names so far. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of them. I've been very impressed. Yeah, there's a more, lot less sports There's a lot names. better. How, how should I word this? There's a lot more good ones than bad ones so far. Yeah. So that's because these people aren't lazy. They're excited. Yeah, exactly. People like Keller Reeves are lazy and want to rely on puns. <laughs> Screw you, Keller. Enjoy your snow. They did get a lot of snow. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and he got stuck at a mall. Ha ha. Shout out to Keller Reeves. Shout out to the 80s. For going to the mall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope he got an Orange Julius while he was there. Oh, don't joke. They had a really good pizza. You ate pizza at an Orange Julius? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was never a big fan of the Orange Julius. It's okay. of, of course you weren't. What they were known for, you didn't like, but you liked crappy pizza wasn't crappy but it was good no you like you eat i've seen you eat gas station pizza when when we stopped at uh down in texas didn't you get a slice of gas station pizza with michael lewis we shouldn't really i may have but (laughs) you were really mad but whatever it was you got you were like this is terrible yes i did do that and it was horrible (laughs) that was a that was a mistake on my part All right, well, we'll cut off here, and we're going to go over the first segment, which is going over the brand new game. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, we are back. We are going to go over this brand new board game 
we'll go over everything they've released. So let's start with the board game. Okay. So what do you want to talk about? I'm opening up my copy right here. Yeah. I, I have. <laughs> For the first time ever. I have di- I have dice. A whole bag of dice. You really haven't opened those yet, have you? I haven't. Because my, I, I have a roommate. Yeah. And he has, believe this or not, he has two copies opened. Okay. He also has another copy sealed. Sounds awesome. He sounds awesome? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I have, uh, here's my bag of bases. It's got to be annoying. <laughs> Sorry. And I have my uh, your sprue, uh, my sprue of passing template. That's pretty cool. Okay, so let's start there. Okay, the the passing template and the throw in template and all that, better or worse than before? Oh, we're gonna do this now. Just go with it as we go. Okay. I guess. <clears throat> so if you're not aware, first off, previous- I, if you don't know, I've been playing Blood Bowl since '88. Or so, second edition. Mm-hmm. This game is not for me. This version of the game is not built for me. Because technically, oh, the box I, set? yeah, yeah I, I have everything. There's nothing I really need. I mean, even I told you what, what I was excited about to see was to read about the fluff, which we'll talk about next segment. Sure will. Uh, this is not for me. This is, to, this is to capture that gamer that hasn't seen this ever in a yeah. box format. So this is not for me. Now... I think it does a good job for what it, does, what it is, but we can get to that. So the field is bigger. Yeah. It's double-sided. Let's just, we'll, we'll talk there okay. and go down. That's awesome. Um, double-sided is awesome. Double-sided is awesome. The new size, meh. I'm okay with it being bigger, because as much as we tease the guys over there in the the league with Case Bolt and all those guys mm-hmm. who play on the 40-millimeter boards. Thunderbolt. Yeah, the Thunderbolt League guys. I, you know, I always tease them that they're size queens because they like bigger, bigger fields, yeah. and that's what they need. They they normally play they, on forty millimeter. They do. It does fit better to look like a football field. Yeah, in a fantasy setting, I get that. When you have twenty eight millimeter figures on a forty millimeter square, are really nice. Makes the field look much bigger. It is cool. And you can fit your ogres yeah. without anything clumping up. It is nice. The problem with a forty a millimeter field is it takes a lot of space. So it's hard for tournaments. It's hard to put seat a bunch of people at a table. Yep. We're having the same problem with this new board. It is a yes. little bit bigger, 32 millimeter now. Squares. And honestly, the board, like what size are the tables we have at the shop? Six foot by three foot? Something like that. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, eight by We can whatever. fit two groups of people playing sideline to sideline, mm-hmm. but barely. It, it's a tight fit. Yeah. So if you're one of those guys that has a dice tower, a giant dice tray, you're going to have problems fitting that on the table. Yeah. It's not conducive for the environment. Again, if this is the first time I saw this, I would love it. Yeah. And if it's a one-off game, it's cool. Not really an issue. I I do like the field's updated graphics. I like that it's double-sided. You have a human side and an orc side. The dugouts are double-sided as well, which is also very awesome. Let's talk about their design. Okay. So the dugout graphic design-wise is fine. Yeah, it looks fine. But they're just so big. Way too big. Um, and I don't need two tracks for turns. Again, for new people, I get it. Don't have an issue. That's fine. And they have a place on the sideline for sideline figures. I get it. That's fine. All right. It's just way too damn big for everything. <laughs> it's probably, it was, again, 
This is for people getting into it. So you put you got your little marker painted. It's a fist or a circle, and they fit perfectly in the squares. Yeah, I mean, all, all it this makes is, sense. And you know, I'm pretty sure all the Age of Sigmar stuff, which is the new Warhammer stuff, is mm-hmm. bigger scale too. So I get it. They're going to try to sell models to new people, so they might as well make them bigger. Yeah, whatever. That's and fine. that's fine too because. People are kid bashing stuff together, so you want to have heads match the new bodies. Yeah, I mean, and they look awesome. So I don't have any issue with the size creep. It's not preferable, but it makes sense business wise. Sure, I, I totally get that. Um, if they did that, they had to make everything else bigger. So, that's so fine. yeah, the dugouts to me, there's a lot of wasted space on there. Um, yeah, I really, but you know, whatever. There's there's a lot of the. The cool thing about the dugouts is, is they printed the numbers on there. Yeah. They're using iconography, so you don't have to have, you know, it's universal for all languages. Absolutely. That's neat. Uh, the throw-in template, it comes on a sprue like we started to talk about. It's a hard plastic. The previous one was acetate, so it's a very flexible, wobbly Right. Plastic. So we have the uh, scatter template, the throw-in template, and the passing template all on this sprue. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked me, do I like it better? Yeah. No. Okay. I personally don't because maybe it's just because that's the other one I grew up on. You know, mm-hmm. it, I like the see-through one. This one is see-through and it, it is nicely designed. And I tell you what, I saw somebody yesterday at the store. He had one painted. It looked amazing. It was pretty awesome. So if I ever clip this out and use it, I really should paint it because it does look nice. Yeah, I think it's a good accessory. The acetate one I liked because it was kind of flimsy. So you really didn't worry about breaking it or bending yeah. it too much. I don't think this is going to break. Um, I like it the fact that if I'm doing quick or short passes, I don't have to have the whole thing. And it's a lot easier to transport. Because those big things, you take them to tournaments and they're just a pain in the butt. Hmm. So pretty much nobody ever did. I, I can I can see that. And still, um, most people won't be using the passing template. If you're into the game, you're going to be using the app or the the chart or whatever. So, And again, this is not made for me and you. Exactly. Because... You know, I made sure to play on this as soon as I got it. Uh, mm-hmm. I played one of our league games on it, and we pulled out all the little the the scatter template and all these things out, and we laughed because we're so used to playing on our Oklahoma pitch that mm-hmm. we had printed up that has all that stuff printed on the outside. And um, I don't know. It just comes with a lot of stuff. It's bigger scale. You need a bigger table to get it all out on the table. And, you know. It's fine. Yeah. It's not ideal, but I will change. The scatter template, that's my biggest problem with all that, is Alan and I played a game, and we just said, no, we're going to use the old template. Because it it makes sense how they do it. It goes one to eight, and it goes clockwise. Mm-hmm. But the old template, if it was a nine-square box, you know, it went one, two, three on the top row, four, and then middle square, then five on the right, mm-hmm. and then six, seven, six, eight. Seven, eight. So that's what it does now. No, it's not. Is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Did you guys look at it wrong? Yeah, we've been looking at that wrong the whole time. Oh. Okay. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> it's okay. I, I the little that's probably what was screwing me up because I always put one at the front. But yeah, you're right. It's the exact same It is the exact same thing. The Blood Bowl logo in the middle of it. Yeah. Is centered up with the one. Yeah. So some, I mean, it doesn't really matter how you play it, but. That explains why I was getting confused <laughs> before when I was looking at it. Because it didn't go clock. It doesn't go clockwise. Okay. 
Well, it doesn't if you turn it. Yeah, if you match it up with the Blood Bowl logo. Yeah, but I'm saying it doesn't go clockwise around the circle. Right. Which I thought it did. So I was getting confused when we were rolling and looking at the template going, I got what? you. No, you're not the only one with that confusion. Okay, so. good. Um, let's see. how. What else? So we went over the field. We went over the dugouts. That so was pretty cool. Let's talk about the cards. So the cards I are... I love the player cards for new players. And I think it's a great addition. Did you see what Phil suggested online? Well, let's talk about these first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we got these new player cards. They're big, which, again, why do they need to be so big? Because here's my thinking. For new people. Okay, well, new people also play games like Magic or Pokemon That's or what true. other games. Yeah. I'm saying if this was a size that you could put sleeves on, and there might be an odd size out there that you can put sleeves on. I know mm-hmm. Fantasy Flight makes all sorts of different sleeve types. But right offhand, I know this is bigger than a Magic card. So it would be much no easier. Doubt. It would save them money printing-wise. If this was just like a Magic card side, then you could sleeve these really easy and shuffle like for the special play cards and right. stuff. I still like them, and I know they're bigger and better, and that's been the whole kind of theme to this. I don't have a problem with it, but my thought was, is like, why didn't they just make these regular card size? People could sleeve them and store them really easy. Because I don't think they gave a moment's thought to that. Because they just thought, this is fun stuff. For example, we have the old special play cards that somebody printed off in mm-hmm. card format. Yeah. We have them sleeved, and we have them in a, a deck protector, yep. little binder thing. These won't go in there. No, they won't. So to store them, you're going to have to either go find something bigger or put a rubber band around them or something goofy like that. They just didn't make it like user-friendly for just the standard gamer. No, it's Which I don't not. understand, but they didn't ask me, so... Right. Eh. So. So for those, I like the ones for the players and the star players. I think those are cool. I agree. As for a new player, that makes sense. Sure. Uh, the guy I played yesterday with the demo, we laid mm-hmm. the cards out. And we just played a game right out of the box. It was really helpful for him to see stats and everything. So someone online mentioned that they made a template so that whenever you used your actions... You put that token into the template saying that it was used for the turn. I saw so that. Somebody your blitz, was... your handoff, your pass, et cetera, et cetera. I think it was somebody teaching their girlfriend or son. Kid. Yeah, I think so. But... And every time you did that action, you just placed it in there. Yeah, and it made a lot of sense. So Phil, one of our friends, um, he mentioned that he did something similar using cards. And that is a brilliant idea. That So you like have a... Hand of cards, and as you blitz, you play it down and yep. move on. Yeah, You blitz, you put your card down. You throw, you put your card down. You foul, you put your card down. And at the end of your turn, you hand all those cards to your opponent, and then he gets them. Hmm. People are used to playing with cards anyways. so It's, more it's not a, a bad idea. It's more I mean, of a for teaching. The, for, yeah, for a teaching tool. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. After a few games, you would need it. But yeah, no, absolutely not. No, that's really good. That's a great suggestion. Um, and, and let's talk about the rest of the cards. Okay. They've got, what is it, Miscellaneous Mayhem? Well, and... see, I haven't opened mine up yet. But, yes, they have Special Play and I believe Miscellaneous... Oh, I'm sorry. Miscellaneous Mayhem and... Let me open it. No, that's fine. Whatever. Um, I'm trying to open it here and I can't. It's a pain in the butt. I'll get it. Get it. Get it, boy. Get uh, it. You get it. You sound like a squid billy. Ugh. That's not what I was going for. What are you going for? Uh, redneck? Oh, I just bent my card. That's awesome. 
Well, let me tell you something. Don't try to pull the plastic off of your bit. Wow, I really did. I screwed up this card. Wow. Good thing I'll never use them. So, we have some star player cards, and we have random events. This one needs mayhem random events. That is correct. So, A, they printed them backwards using the old information. You know, because they're just the same cards as they used in the previous editions. Right. They just probably had an error and yeah. put the wrong backs on them. And in the old way... Ooh, they with, smell new. <laughs> in the old rules, they were costed based on their use, basically. Yeah, they were... So one, you know, they had four decks of 50,000, 100,000, a 200, and a five, or 400,000. Right, so basically these are decks of 50,000 and 200,000. Ridiculous. So they're, they're not really balanced. Not at all. And they're specifically not balanced by playtesting. We know they are not. Yeah. So it makes no sense. You want to do 250,000 or just say that they're different. One is for this condition, one's for that condition. Let us know. Again, if you're buying the Blood Bowl box set, I know we find it hard to believe, but there's somebody out there who just bought the game and that's all they ever want. Yeah. They have their box set. They're going to play with these little cards. It's going yeah. to be their game of orcs versus humans forever. And, and that's fine. I'm sure the, the cards are fun. I don't see a huge problem. But with them being unbalanced, if you play someone who knows the game, they're going to take the better cards. So if they get two cards and you get two cards, oh yeah, they get 400,000 inducements and you get 100,000? Well, see, when I first heard that... That just doesn't sound... I heard right. that the one deck was 50,000, the... From the old rules, yeah. and then one was 200,000 from the old rules. I was like, well, you just leave the cards and put them all in one big pile. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, they're giant cards, so you can't really do that. Yep. So. I, I just don't like it, and I don't, it makes no sense to me. Um, so then we have the four-star player cards in here. You have Morg, uh, Varagulture, Griff Overwald, and Mighty Zug. Right. And Mighty Zug looks like Pitbull, who got <laughs> jacked up a little bit, and... He's got the chains to show it. Yeah. The, while I, I like the new art, I don't like the direction they went with Zug. But, again, I'm the old guy who's saying, like, well, back in my day, Zug was this and that, you know. But let's talk about the art. Overall, I think the art direction is really good. Oh, it's really good. all of it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, I, it's, it seemed, it's the same art that they used for uh, looks like a lot Team Manager and Blood Bowl, Bowl team Manager. 2. Uh-huh. So I guess they just have a style that they decided they want to go with. I'm assuming they hired the same guy or guys. Yeah, I'm sure. To do a lot of the artwork. So that's really neat. Um, the rules that come with it, from what I could tell, and I did not read over all the rules. I read over all the fluff, but not the rules. Right, and you've kept up with the community, so you know the rule changes. Yeah, I, you know, most everything is pretty much the same. Yeah, so. core rules are the same. Um couple of skill changes, obviously piling on, and Timber, and Monstrous Mouth, and Weeping Dagger. Well, and those are covered in this own book, which we'll get to in a second. But okay. For a board game yeah, with two teams in it, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But it's not made for me and you. But you know what bothers me the most is by having nothing included about leagues and stuff like that. You kill all the fun of the game. Oh, I agree with that. And to tell people, go out and buy Death Zone so you can get League rules, eh, I don't know. 
Well, there should have been. Everybody some... has an opinion on it. Yeah, but this very first game to me should have just been ten bucks more or whatever, and had Death Zone in it. Absolutely. That way, then you advertise. Even if Death Zone was just um, the fluff and the Skaven team, because we know the Skaven team came out, yeah, and we know Dwarves are next. So even if the Death Zone season one was Skaven and Dwarves, and then you had the advertisement for coming soon uh, Death Zone Season 2. Mm-hmm. And it, it releases three weeks after this got released. And then it has all the elf teams. <laughs> like they're going to tell us. Well, yeah. We'll get to that too. <laughs> then people get a taste of the main game as a board game. They yes. get a little bit of taste of all the fluff. And then some upcoming seasons. And it makes you go, ooh, I want that. And then I want that. Yeah. Granted, I, I bet you money, 90, 95% of the people bought this to, and bought Death Zone separate, you know, separately, and they won a league. Very few people bought this as a board game, but that does exist. Right. So, again, I don't understand a lot of things GW does. No. They're, I don't, I don't get it. No, um, we'll so, save that for the end. I think overall, I say it's a good experience. Yeah. Um, the new little stands have these little holes so you can put the football in there. Dumb. We found that very useless. Yep. I mean, it's cool if you're modeling and you want to display your team. It looks awesome. I've seen fully painted teams, fully based, look really good, and there's a hole. I'm just like, uh, why? Yeah. Well, they tried to do something innovative, it's but it's not needed. No, it, look, here's a tip. If you're doing that, buy some magnets, put some magnets at the bottom of the ball, put a magnet underneath the base. It's going to look so much better. So let's talk about the dice. Okay. The cool. new design for the dice. What do you think? I like them. Okay. I think they're very clear. I don't think there's a huge problem. The exclamation point uh, is much bigger now. I don't really have an issue from a distance. And I like the different colors. So the dice now come with uh, same size. In the old versions of Blood Bowl, you would get the smaller dice with the bigger block dice. Mm-hmm. They were also different colors. You had the white block dice, and you had like I think it was black dice or red dice, or maybe some of both. Yeah. In previous versions, this one has green dice, a set of green everything for orcs, a set of blue everything for the humans, and they're all the same size. And uh, six-sided on the just six-sided dice with the pips Mm -hmm. has a little logo for Blood Bowl, which is pretty cool. I like it. But since they're all the same size and the same color, I noticed. I've now played two demo games with those dice. Everybody has the same problem of which dice to grab when you're just, I'm going to block this guy and you reach over. Yep. Because they all look the same. Uh, Absolutely. And I don't know... If that's really a flaw, I mean, I get what they're doing board game-wise. Right. But for league stuff, there's no way I'm going to use the same color everything. Because no. it was just like every time we'd look, reach over. And then you also see that Blood Bowl logo on that six-sided Pips mm-hmm. dice. And at first, you wouldn't grab it because you thought it was a block dice. Yeah. <laughs> and it Either. happened a lot. And if it, hap- it happened to me a few times. It happened to the guy I was playing yesterday a bunch, and that's just because he's not familiar with the dice. Yeah, and there's nothing, nothing super obvious to distinguish them. So, in to be fair, we also way, do that just playing regular games with our dice. So, well, I understand. But yeah, I'm no, saying I agree. The more 
I loved the colors of the dice at first. Mm-hmm. After playing a few games, I almost wish the block dice in this set were white. Either white or black. Or vice versa. Just the D6 with regular colors. and Or, or vice versa. Yeah. And then it would be very clear when people grab stuff. Yeah. Just my opinion. After playing it, most people are going to say it doesn't matter. If you want to make money, put out human and orc dice that are <sighs> slightly different colors. And then same day, I buy them. Right. So, not only did Blood Bowl come out, Death Zone came out. Well, we didn't talk about the figures. Oh, we didn't? Okay. Go for it. You got figures with the game. <laughs> I mean, that's... You got 12 figures. I mean, if you're Everybody's going to... Everybody's going to complain you should have 16. Get it? We understand. Yeah, but we knew we weren't going to get that because third edition, they didn't do that. Right. We knew we weren't going to get it here. They should learn from their mistakes. So, you can do one of two things. You buy a set. Your buddy buys a set and you swap the parts you need. Mm-hmm. One team has humans. One has all orcs. Or you just buy two sets, or you patiently wait, or convert something else. Or you buy it on eBay, or... Right. Yeah, and I get it. It is what it is. Another GW thing, why don't you put out a conversion pack the same day? Um, Just like, oh, like I guess, whatever. It is whatever. We would love to see, oh, you don't have your whole human team, here's a troll, here's two blitzers, here's... I'll, I'll comment all, all that here in a little bit. Right. Uh, Death Zone book. Death Zone. Now, let's talk about the Skaven team. Let's do that okay. first. Um, Skaven team. Skaven team looks awesome. They look amazing. You still got to buy two boxes to get a full team. Right. But someone online pointed out you buy two boxes, you get your full team and the right positions for your underworld team. Which is not called underworld anymore. Underworld creepers. No. Denizens. What? Underworld denizens? Denizens. Okay. Whatever it is. Something like that. It's the old school underworld yeah. team. Yeah, you get all your scaven that way. You get your extra blitzers. So and that's kind of like cool. It is neat. Um, the all the models look really good. Yes, they come in like three little. You clip them apart. You stick them together, and they almost snap fit most of them. Yeah, but everything snaps. You fit. don't need much glue. So the scaven tails are very uh, fragile. I don't know if they're fragile once you have them. I think they're fragile in shipment. So somebody told me at the store, when you clip them out, clip the tails first, then the other pieces. Makes sense. So you don't put any pressure on that and get broken tails. And I did have a box. I had two that were broken immediately before even opening. Uh Emailed GW, and within a week, I had two bodies sent out to me. (laughs) with the. Which if you used to, here's my story on that. Yeah. I got short one halfling one time. I bought a halfling, metal halfling team. I went short one halfling. Told them about it. I just need that one halfling. Mm-hmm. They sent me out a whole new box set. I was like, no, I just need a halfling. No, this is how we do it. So I really thought you were going to get a whole box. I would have liked that. Or at least two whole figures. But you yeah. just got two, two bodies. Two bodies. Which, which is absolutely fine. Right. Can't complain about them being conscious of it but we both thought you would at least get the whole figure but also what's weird is if they have the ability to do that why don't we have a kit why don't we have a kit why can't we buy a a separate sprue or whatever all right so skaven looked great yeah and then i was disappointed oddly that they didn't come with the the cards like the player the human and work teams come with i don't know why you wouldn't do that and if you say it's a cost deal 
then I say, why don't you make your card smaller so you can fit more on a page? <laughs> yeah. And then you can actually have those. I thought that was a really cool thing. And- that is a great player aid that if you're introducing new people and they want to pick up Skaven for the first time, who cares if you had to print off four cards? Yeah. And you say, well, it's going to cost us more money. Okay, fine. Can't be even, that much. Even if it was $40 instead of $35, people would still buy it. Yeah. And they would have that player aid in there. Or put them online as a download. Say, here's these player cards. We didn't have the ability to put them in the box, but you can download them and print them off. Print them off black and white. It doesn't matter on the insert. Anyways, I don't understand either. But it is what it is. Exactly. I like it, though. We had Skaven Dice. Yep. Which (laughs) some people everybody wanted, and for some reason they only had four of them in the world, and so you had to fight for them. (sighs) GW. Man. And then there's rumors that it's a limited release, and then it's not a limited release. As of right now, it is a limited release. We don't know of it coming back out. There have been rumors of it coming back out. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to think of how I should say this without sounding like I'm ungrateful. Okay. It just feels like, and I'm not, you know, Andy Hoare and James Hewitt have done a great job in getting this out. I'm sure... I'm sure the real story is, is they're just two guys doing what they're told. Yeah. And they have a time limit and they got to shell this thing out as quickly as possible. Yeah. For all the people complaining about, oh, they messed up the rules or you got to do an errata or this or that. Look, they did. GDW probably didn't know how well Blood Bowl was going to do. So they gave it to those two guys and they probably got a staff of three other people who are helping them. Right. When those other three people aren't busy. So... We just need to be happy with what we have. I get it. They're a major company. They should have put more resources into it and caught it all. This is what you get sometimes. Right. Now, with the success of it, hopefully that doesn't happen in the future. So I don't understand why you have limited edition dice for a brand new team that you're going to come out with. And you don't, at the very least... (laughs) It's like printing money. Why don't you just have those? Do they? I think they just don't realize how many people out there really do like Blood Bowl, because all the old guys yeah. like you and mostly me are going to probably buy whatever they put out yeah. if it's available to us. Now you are really going to search and search and get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're two di- two different dynamics. I got yeah. I got kids. You don't. Right. You have the extra funds to go get these things or, or time or whatever. It's, exactly. It's not a knock on anything. It's just, it's hard to, even if I wanted all this stuff, I couldn't get it because if they're going to make it limited edition for five seconds, yeah, it's just crazy. I have connections, so I was able to find some. And we have made dice before. I'm sure GW makes bigger quantities of dice than us. But apparently this is a GW thing. I, I talked to some guys who play um, 40K and stuff, and they, everything I told them yesterday at the store, they said, this is normal. That's that's GW. And I'm like, why? And they're like, it's always been that way. Yeah. He said they'll have a limited something up, and if you don't get it right then, you're out. It just makes no sense to me. It's like, why wouldn't, you know, if you told another gaming company, like, we'd keep buying this if you print more, they'll print more, and we keep yeah. buying it. Doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Well, all the better for people who have extras. (laughs) So, 
Moving on. If so you if got, you'd if like you... one and you have $50, you want to... No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not gouging people. Um, so, yeah, the, the Warpstone dice for the Skaven team are, are really nice as well. They look really awesome. Kind of wish they had a different symbol on the D6. But I'm not going to complain. No, I get it. I figured maybe that these racial dice, they would just, you know, change up and have a little logo. But they don't, so that's fine. All right, let's move on to the Death Zone Season 1 book. Okay. This also got released the same day, if yep. you didn't know. And sadly, another knock on G... Well, it's probably not a knock on GW, but I went to our biggest game store in the Oklahoma City area, and they had no clue about Blood Bowl. I was like, do you know what you're getting in Friday? Like, uh, we don't know. We got like one copy, so... And I went there the day it came out, and they had one copy and like three copies of the Death Zone book. That was it. <laughs> that's that's nuts. It is. Well, the good news is, is uh, to me, the Death Zone book was the main hit. Yeah. I, I picked it up. I read the whole thing. First time maybe in years that I've read a, a whole book cover to cover. Yeah, it was kind of like my Christmas. I got to you know open a new game, read a new book. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the um, book is really good. If you don't know, and you got one of the latest copies, it, there's some errata that came out the same day it was released. Yeah. And again, can't fault the... I mean, you can fault the crew if you want, but like I said, I'm giving them a lot of slack because I'm sure they don't have the resources they need. Yeah, well, some of these things really should have been caught, yeah. but it happens... I don't know. I guess... In today's day and age, there's not an editor or somebody overseeing something to fi- check With, the final details. Because this happens a lot in board gaming, too. Editors are the first people to be fired whenever there's need to be cut back. So you will see a ton. It, this happened with the whole downturn in the economy that happened worldwide. You see a ton more mistakes on everything. It's because like comic books or your regular books or... TV programs, anything like that. The editor was kind of seen as, well, we don't need that many editors. Let's cut down by, you know, a third and just give the other people three times as much stuff. So that's where you see a lot of these errors pop up because they don't have the time, the money, or the people to make sure everything's put out to 100%. Agreed. The book has all the... All the league rules and stuff that you need to know. Yeah. Almost all the rules you need to know to play the game. Right. Um, Which. I mean, really, though, yeah. the game is 95% what we had before, if not more. Yeah, absolutely. So there's some minor changes. It's really, you just take the CRP or the LRB6 or whatever you want and take the new stuff and put it in that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because they don't, you know, they left out the wizard. They left out. Uh, all the star players. Yeah, if you are listening for maybe the first time or the second time or just recently and you don't know anything about what we call the LRB book oh, yeah. or the CRP, go out there and find it, download it. It's going to uh, open your eyes to like how tournament Blood Bowl is played and how mm-hmm. leagues have been played for a while. In my personal opinion, I don't think the rules have, I, I think the rules were in a good place. Now, I know some people will complain that piling on was a bad thing. Yeah. And they've adjusted that in the new rules. They make they that an option. They One, they change the skill. Mm-hmm. Pretty much make it useless and move it to a an optional one. An optional rule. Yeah. We never had that problem because, as you'll find out, we will talk more and more 
or often on our podcast how in our league we do random skills. Right. So we never had the same problems that other leagues have. But, again, we saw how dominant piling on is because league leader in casualties was an Amazon blitzer who had Mighty Blow and piling on. Yeah, it and d- does make a big deal. Huge. Yeah. I agree. Again, we never faced all those combos mm-hmm. in our league, so we never saw that. So exactly. it was never a big deal to us. But we'll see how the new league rules go. And and I think it's one of those things that of all the complaints about Blood Bowl, especially in the higher team value, it's Claw Palm. That's a game-breaking mechanic because you can get somebody off the pitch and injure them 55% of the time, right? which is not how it should be. I agree. So... I don't have any issue with them doing that. Oh, I forgot to, I forgot to talk about this. What's that? In the main box, you have one of these cool uh, reference cards. Oh yeah, you actually have two of them. That, one for each player. Yeah, it goes over the sequence of play, and then you know, like your actions, like movements, blocks, knockdowns. Yeah, the same thing we had last edition too. But yeah, the agility table and stuff. But it's a. Uh, but it's really, a nice, handy thing to have. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This is not oversized. This is perfect. Yeah. Unlike the cards. <laughs> but um, that's overall, in some ways, I didn't have to buy this. I really could have just bought the Death Zone book and been happy. Yeah. But I feel like it's not made for me, and that is okay. Yeah, absolutely. This is made for the new guys, like Koi that came up and it's good all these other guys. So Jeffrey it's great. And, yeah, it's getting a ton of interest in the game, so that's great. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see. So we did mention the winter pitch. And again, you know, GW did put in White Dwarf that it was coming out. Sure. So people should have known it was coming out. But nobody knew it was only available at GW stores. Even local stores, if they wanted it, they had to order through GW's website to get it. Right. So that was kind of lame. And sometimes the GW salesman doesn't even know that because my store asked for it. And he said, the only way you can get it is, you know, that if you your customers want it, they have to go online and get it. Yeah. I don't know how good our local GW rep is. <laughs> I don't know either. He never seems to have the same answers that I hear and elsewhere. Yeah. Our local GW store doesn't get much information or anything. <laughs> well, you had to teach him how to play Blood Bowl. Well, that's not his fault. I know that. But... It seems like they should be pushing it more, but I guess they're, they, they're doing what they do. Huh. We'll see how it goes. Exactly. But it's, it's nice to get the, the new box out and everything. So uh, Pretty cool. So, yeah, the new pitch came with a weather table, which is fine. It's not too bad. But it didn't come with dugouts. What? It's just a pitch, which, again, I guess it... Said you're buying a pitch, but I just assumed dugouts would be like there. Like wintry dugouts. Yeah. Huh. So no, no wintry dugouts, just the It pitch. is double-sided though, right? Yeah. Hmm. Work one side, human the other. Well, that's cool. So no issue there. Um, Again, I don't know why you... Let's say they're sold out. Mm-hmm. I understand. We're only going to make 500 of these for the world because we don't know if it's going to sell. I would... As soon as that thing sells out, I would say, don't worry, everybody. We're going to do these again. If you really want to make it limited edition, you make it, you know, Nuffelmas 2516. And you put that on the board. And that's the limited edition one. And then you've sold the regular one that doesn't have that. And people like you would buy both. Sure would. 
I'm serious. No, like, I, I'm agreeing. You with put you. some gold ink on there where it's shiny or it has yeah. that sheen to it, and some people would buy both. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy. They're missing if they want to make some of this collectible. They're missing out because people with that's how you make stuff collectible. Like the Skaven dice, they could about put out uh, gray dice with green logos. They called those Skaven dice, right? And they could have put out limited edition Skaven dice, which were the green translucent ones. And you would have bought both, right? Absolutely. Right. And they could do that with every race. Right. I don't get it. I don't either. But so they've been in business longer than we have. I assume they right. make more money than us, but I don't know. I think they also went bankrupt at one point. But <laughs> anyways. Well, they're, let's not get ourselves. <laughs> they're a miniature company who makes some games for their miniatures. Right. Their miniatures are top notch. We know this. Speaking of the miniatures. Yeah. The, they put out the the uh, referees. And they did say those are limited edition. Sure did. And they're only through... Forge World. Forge World. I want to say so, Shadow So Forge. if you want the What's resin... Is that a comic company? No, that's another uh, fantasy miniatures company. Oh, okay. They make all those like lady figures. Shadow Forge oh, Elves, right. the yeah. bunnies, okay. stuff yeah. like that, the nuns. Yeah, so if you want the ref... Goblin ref and the halfling ref. That's the only way supposedly you can get them. They're yeah. supposedly resin kits. And you know what sucks? I ordered like five for you, me, other people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'll just put it in a bulk order, save everybody some shipping. Didn't sh- save any shipping. Because <laughs> they just took price plus shipping times five. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. Well, they're going to hose you. Yeah, pretty much. They said, thank you for loving our crack. Pretty much. We're going to print off a summer field. It looks just like this other one, except <laughs> we're going to print Griff's name on it in crayon. And Steve would be like, well, I got to have that. That would be kind of cool if they had a winter board <laughs> where Griff signed his name in yellow snow. That would be awesome. It'd be better if it was like Morg that did it. Bertha. It, it fit the character. Bertha? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. So, anyways, that's our thoughts on the game. Many of you people were asking. I didn't want to cover this since it's been covered on every other podcast. But but we appreciate you listening. But we know about most of you all just listen to us and don't listen right. to other people. As so you should. We're really happy about that. Uh, the box game also came with transfers, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm so scared to try those. Yeah, But that's... everybody that uses them, it makes it look awesome. Yeah. Also comes with a code that if you don't have Blood Bowl 2 yet, you can get it for half price. And you... Got a new kit and balls for the game, which I input, and I don't know how to use them. Hmm. Like, I tried. I actually pulled up Blood Bowl 2, put the code in, and said, your order has been confirmed, or whatever. And then I go, and I don't see any way to change the ball or the uniform. Hmm. Uniform I, I can probably figure out, but I couldn't figure out the balls. I don't have the game yet. So, I don't even know if my computer can run it, so. Don't know. All right, see so is, does that cover everything for the there. new stuff? Um, I think the most of the stuff we can talk about in the fluff because that's kind of what it is. We had some new Pete Nifton art. Yeah, we did in the Death Zone. It was nice to see. Uh, that was very awesome. If you're not familiar with Pete Nifton, if you go back to Second Edition and look through the Star Player book and most of the campaign companion book, mm-hmm. most of that artwork is his. Yeah, and uh, you've seen his imagery everywhere. You know, people steal images to make. Blood Bowl posters and everything else. He's an awesome artist. He's done a lot of stuff for GW and other companies over the years. Yeah. 
but uh, he has how many comic books he did right he did some transformers for the marvel uk line and um anyways he has a piece of artwork of the dwarf with the death roller and stuff in the in there so it was nice to see a piece of his artwork in there. yeah it was very awesome so good stuff okay yeah i guess that wraps up the actual game itself and we will come back to talk about the fluff in the game all right see you in a second So this segment, we're going to be talking about the most important part of the new release. The fluff. The fluff, indeed. The stories, the legends, the, the things we read to get our imagination going. It's pretty much the thing that we were looking the most forward to. Right, because I was thinking it's been so long since the last fluff yeah. has been written that they're going to update us on everything. Because the last release came out in 93. Yeah, 93, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah 93. So I thought... 94, whatever well, it is. We have at least 20 years of fluff that they're going to update us on. Yeah. If so, you're new, traditionally the fluff was 500 years in the future. Yeah. So if it was, you know, 1988, it was 2488. Right, right. now it would be 2516. It is 2516. Right. So don't start talking about how this is the 25... Or what? 24, 2493, yeah. or 2494, or no. anything like that. It's 2516, just get used to it. Until <laughs> next month when it's 2517, but you know what I mean. Right. So upon looking at the fluff in the rulebook, and of course we're just going to talk about the rulebook first, uh, unfortunately we've got to say we're a little disappointed. It's all copies of the old fluff information. There's a tad bit of new stuff, but not much. Which I guess is fine, because like you... You know, you've said before, it's well written, so there's no reason not to use it. So here's what I noticed about the rule book is it's rewrote the history of Blood Bowl. So? In, in in the fact of okay, so back when ninety three or whatever it came out, it had a list of the Blood Bowl champions hall of fame. Right. And in there it has, you know, Blood Bowl one, two, three, so on and so on. Um which was goofy even back then because for Blood Bowl 29, it just says no championships held. Okay. So they, like, skipped it. Does that make sense? Yeah. That was so the year for, that the, so, they had the breakdown. Right. But if the NFL, for some reason, stopped this year and there was no Super Bowl. Like a lockout season. Right. They wouldn't call the next year, skip the number, if, if this was 51, they wouldn't call the next one 52. They would call it 51, right? Because right. there was no championship held. Yeah. So in the... In the third edition stuff, it's listed for Blood Bowl 29, no championship held, and it moves on, which was always weird to me back then. Then comes the LRB, the living rule book that we've, you know, all of us old guys who've been playing the last 16 years have been using. In their Blood Bowl list of Champions Hall of Fame, not only do they have the Blood Bowl number, you know, like Blood Bowl, uh, where am I at here? Blood Bowl 28 was won by the Dark Side Cowboys. Then the next year, and they, they also list the, the year that it happened, yeah. not only the Blood Bowl number. So that was 2488. And then you work into the second edition fluff, which is the, the collapse of the NAF, which happens in 2489. There's no championship held. Right. They don't, in the LRB that we're used to, they don't call that Blood Bowl 29 and skip on. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, the next year, of course, we have Blood Bowl 29 and so on. Okay. So, one, the, 
the fluff we were used to from the LRB goes back to the fluff from third edition. So it's taken straight away. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, Because the LRB wasn't really GW. It was other people extrapolating out, basically. Right. So this pushes everything down, uh, down or up in a weird way. Back in the old LRB fluff and list of champion champions hall of fame it went um, in 2492 we had the marauders and then 2493 we had the skaven blight scramblers which is the fluff right from third edition that's also in if we're calling this fourth edition or 2016 edition yeah the fluff of the skaven blight scramblers winning the blood bowl championship in 2493 is in there the next team according to the lrb is called the flesh hounds they win Blood Bowl 33 and 2494. Mm-hmm. The Flesh Hounds have been now removed from what was the LRB stats and been replaced with the Skaven Blight Scramblers versus the Evil, uh, the Death Squad in the championship round for Blood Bowl, whatever Blood Bowl I said that was. Blood Bowl uh, 32. Thir- thir- 33. Is it 33? Uh, th- I'm sorry, 32 according to yeah. if you skip the numbers, right. So the new rules, Blood Bowl 16, right. it only goes up to 31? Uh, it, it only goes up to Blood Bowl uh, 32. Okay. But we know. But it says on the same opposite page. So the list of champions is on page 45. They don't even, they're not even listing. It, it tells you that the Skaven Bike Scramblers won back-to-back championships in 2493 in 2494. They right. don't even list that over here in the Blood Bowl Hall of Fame. Right. And the Gouge Die says they won in 2495, which would be 34. Right. So everything is. Which matches the old fluff. Right. Oddly. And then uh, the fluff also has Athlon Avengers winning in 36, which is 2497. Uh, let's see here. 36 should be 2497. Right. So they got pushed around too when they did the renumber. Okay. Or from the LRB to this. See, because I've always right. looked at these LRB fluff and things the, in there. The weird thing is the that I'm trying to say is the Blood Bowl 16, their list of Blood Bowl champions stops at 2494, right? Right. So in the rule but book. We found. One, two, three. I mean, the the latest <laughs> right. reference so in the, the ru- fluff is Valen Swift quit the Elfheim Eagles in 2501. Right. So the history, according to this book, goes up to 2494. But if you read the Death Zone, there's there's elements inside there that have a history past 2494. Right. Because you're right. It talks about... Uh, Valen Swift with the Elfheim Eagles in 2501. It, it talks about the Athlord Avengers winning a Blood Bowl after a number that's not listed in their own rule book right. as the Blood Bowl Champions Hall of Fame. And like I just said, with the Gouge Die then as well. Right. Same thing with the Gouge so Die. So all three of those references are after the list of Blood Bowl winners, which... Which tells me they also used this list that used to be in the LRB, but they didn't use it. Or there's or, some type of master list that we don't know about. <laughs> Which is weird. But why can't we have that? I don't know. Uh, us fluff people want don't that. Don't know what's going on there. It's very odd. Um, I believe the Midden, the Marauders, 
are one of the teams that were omitted as well. Right. According to the LRB six with the fluff in it, the Marauders won the championship in twenty four ninety two, which was Super or Blood Bowl thirty one. They're no longer on this list. They're they've been totally omitted as having a championship. That's weird. So somebody took it away. <laughs> Someone hates the Marauders. Maybe they got caught cheating, so they just pulled it from them. Yeah. You know how like USC had to for- forfeit that one national oh, yeah, title? That's or, true. or Reggie Bush or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So there's some crazy things like that are missing from different timelines of Blood Bowl. And I don't know if that's a conscious decision, so maybe they can fill it in as they want later on. Or, like we said, they're just completely understaffed, don't have the ability to keep track of stuff like, you know, a couple of podcasters would, (laughs) who love the fluff, who are experts in the fluff, who would happily do it for just, you know credit i promise you even though we have a podcast there's somebody out there who knows all these championships even better than us i don't care we my point is is there's people out there that if we would have had a hold of these files beforehand we could go like you ought to like update this because you talk about it yeah so you're saying we need to do zone is selling we need to do death zone season two imagine if it was death zone season two starring both down both down that that it's gonna sell. It would sell itself. God. We could go on tours for them and sign books. No question asked. I mean, they, we they absolutely could sponsor would. the podcast and the, yeah. I mean, it's all right. It'd be amazing. It'd be simply out of the goodness <laughs> of our hearts. Anyways, yeah. Well, so yeah. we found some errors in right. there that a couple of goofy guys want. Also, there's if you played old Blood Bowl, you know there was a thing called the Slam Team, which is the space frogs, you know, that were supposedly left behind here right. by the the old ones or like the Cthulhu like people, you know, the, the chaos gods. And, you know, anyways, they're omitted from the history of Blood Bowl. Even in the teams of legend, they're not available. Yeah. Well, they're mentioned all throughout the fluff. Mm-hmm. There's instances where they talk about the Lustria Croakers. Right. In the books. Now, they don't say they're a slant team, but they're mentioned. Not much else they could be. All I know is if they really cared about omitting them from the history, they would have hopefully omitted that stuff, too. You would think so. But I just think it's a thing where, like, they know it's a part of the history, but we're not supposed to talk about it since they don't have a line of miniatures right now. Yeah. Which is obvious. And again, they probably just don't have the manpower. Yeah. But. So, like we said, the rule book. It's very awesome that they actually have the fluff in there. They've devoted a lot of the space to the fluff. Very happy with that. Would rather there was some new stuff or it was more consistent or something. What did you think about in the old books? We had the did you know sections. And then they gave a little factoid Mm -hmm. of some made up stuff. Now we have, you know, Bob's locker room banter or or something like that. I think that was a poor choice of words with the election. But uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't even. Uh, wow. No, I, I I like that because it's incorporating Bob and Jim into it. And then we have the Bugman's Book of Records. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jim and Bob are throughout here talking about There's it. There's still just did you knows. I know I, the old school guy in me likes the did you knows right. just because wasn't there an old com- NFL commercial? You make the call. Oh, that's what it was from. Yeah, you make the call. So maybe I was just used to it. But I'm glad they incorporated those in mm-hmm. there, even if they updated them a little bit. 
No, I think that's fine. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, also, according to... You know, they, they have breakdowns of the star players as well. Those are just completely pretty much ripped from third yep. edition. Yeah. and Including their height and their weight, which are completely re- just wrong. So let's say... <laughs> you, you brought up a good point about this, because they are English. So back when they were first created, uh, England didn't really have that great of a way to get the NFL games. So they're probably basing them off of soccer or their football stars. They almost which, have to. Which are much smaller and much lighter. Well, they're lengthy. Yeah. And, you know, lean to run. Right. So they're not like a big football guy. But if somebody is seven two and he's super muscular, chances are he's not just going to be 325 pounds. No, that's on the light side. I mean, that's like the big was... show from WWE. Yeah. That guy's giant. Isn't he five? Four, four <laughs> he's something? really big. Oh, now, no. He's not in the best shape of his life. No. But still. And like uh, Vorog, was he 5'2"? Yeah, he was like 5'2". I don't like that. I mean, Griff Overwood's 6'4 and 168 pounds. That's a, that's that a guy rail. Could, that guy couldn't take a hit. No. Vorog is... Uh, no. Oh, that's Morg. Where is Varg? Is he in here somewhere? I don't know. He's got to be in here somewhere. We'll get to his juiciness. But yeah, he's 5'2". And he's 5'2 and 188 pounds. Which is nothing. I mean, that's stouter, but <laughs> yeah. it's not enough. Well, according to the artwork outside the box, there's no orc that's only 5'2". No. Because they're all always growling in the human's face. <laughs> but... Whatever. Well, guess, maybe, technically, if you look at him, he is shorter than a human. No, he's not. That orc guy? Yeah. Shorter than what human? Okay. So they're both 5'2", then. Oh, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Their heads are lower. They don't go up. They, <laughs> yeah, okay. So. Anyways. But no. They didn't update any of those stats, which in some ways, uh, story-wise, I didn't think we were going to get updates on. But no. I, I thought maybe the stats and stuff we would. It wouldn't take much. They should be updated just to be logically consistent with the models and stuff. Yeah. But that's fine. Uh, a lot of the history for the teams was all the same. You know. We did get a lot of new stuff in the Death Zone, though. Yeah, it was. Um, the Death Zone I really liked. I really yeah. enjoyed reading that. Because we got a lot of this new star player, like Guffle Pussmaw, and then all the, the write ups for the different star players and the teams. Right. There was a. Here's what I think is funny, and something that should easily be caught. Um, Hack Flim's Scuttle Spike is a good one. Yeah. He's a star player, has a star player profile. He's listed as a blitzer. Yeah. I don't think he's a blitzer in the in the fluff or in this, his stats, though, right? I don't honestly know what he is. I think he's just a guy who... Yeah, let me try to like. And that's one thing. I don't think he has block or anything. Is what I'm getting at. He's oh, he's like yeah. the Skaven mutant with the extra arms and yeah, two heads, two heads and stuff. They have him listed as a blitzer. Which, if you're going to do that, shouldn't he have blitzer stats? I don't know. You'd think, yeah. Um, they also have him backwards in there. So yeah, I know they do that too. We I thought for a second they maybe switched him to. A I blitzer. thought that would be been interesting too. Yeah. Um, but no, I I enjoy this because they give it. They dedicate a couple pages to each race, and then then they tell you about your favorite. 
famous Skaven teams. And I see a lot of people online trying to like, I, I can't think of a name for my team. Mm-hmm. Well, until you do, come grab one of these famous team names and use them. Yeah. Be the new head coach of the Warfire Wanderers and take see, your Skaven team to the championship until you I come was, up with something. I was very curious if that was a conscious decision like they did because when the last set was put out, is right after the quote-unquote fall of the NAF. So when you took over a team or you created a team that was based on the fluff, it was kind of like you were bringing back prestige to that team. So it made sense because it was right after the fall. So I wonder if maybe they kept everything that way to make it consistent. Like hmm. it's after the fall, so you can try to bring these people back into you know, the the great good graces of the Blood Bowl community or something. I don't think that's conscious. But. Right. Um, Eldril Sidewinder is now a sea elf. Yeah, that's odd. And I don't remember him being a sea elf before. Uh, so. I wonder if they're going to have sea elves as a race. I won't. I don't imagine it. The, that is one thing that's always bugged me, and I get it. You know, you want to talk about other weird things of this world, mm-hmm. but you know they always talk about the spider teams and stuff like that. And, and back, and they still might do this now. I mean, back in the day, they had the Blood Bowl magazine, so you could have experimental teams for people that yeah. just like to play for fun. Yeah. So maybe we'll see some of that in White Dwarf. It'd be interesting. I mean, I I don't. Despite what anybody says, I don't want any more new races. I don't need monkeys. I don't need Bretonians. I don't need corn teams. If you want that stuff, take what we have and build the skills around them. That's always been my philosophy. We have enough. It's hard enough for new players to remember. It's even harder if you had six new teams or whatever. Yeah, there's talk of playing in a league on Fumble with all the secret races. I don't want to learn all those races. No, I, that's totally killed my interest, too. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I, I want to play with I'll those play guys. I'll play Stunty. But I don't want to play. I don't want to play with the secret, secret races. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you. Um, no, I really enjoyed the fluff of like reading all, all the, you know, the Elf Union teams now, which used to be called Pro Elves. I kind of like, I like that a lot. I kind of like the Elf name change, honestly. Yeah, it's much better than just plain Elf. Um, I think it's um, let's see, we have the Galatha. Gladiators, the Dark Side Cowboys. I enjoyed all this stuff. I think it's really neat. Yeah, it was a fun read. And like I said, the Guffle Puss Mall was a pretty cool little star player bio. Right. Uh, we have all the official. I don't. I didn't notice any fluff wise in the official rules, really. No. Timber would be the only thing. Mm. Or monstrous mouth. Both new skills. Both are interesting. I like timber. Especially since it's only for halflings. Right. And I still um, think Deep Root should have it. So he's going to have it in my league. I don't really like him, but I understand it's a new game now, again. So they got to add a few little things to put their spin on it. Yeah. I can't totally fault him. We'll see how it pans out long run. Yeah. I mean, I think good halfling coaches are just going to be even better with Timber. Yeah, um, I don't Gu- got that. Guffle Pussmaw Puss and his new belly mouth or whatever it's called. Monstrous mouth. That's not going to really affect anything. It's just a... They have a really good ball carrier now. They do for He's a expensive. star player. He's expensive. I'm just saying, I know some people are going like, why didn't you just give him sure hands and catch? I get it. They wanted to make something new. Let it, let it be. Right. I hope they don't do that with every release. 
Because um, that, that puts us back in old Heroclix mode where we got the white powers, and every time a new figure came out, it had a new power and became annoying. If you played Blood Bowl back in the day, every time there was a white dwarf with a new article, you usually started a new rule for your league because they came out with, oh, you can add chainsaws to your team. That is you true. You can add this to your yeah. team. Oh, you can do this. And we are like, why can't you? So... I, I figure that we're going to get a, a little bit different spin, just a little bit on these things. Uh, weeping blade, weeping daggers or whatever it's called. Yeah, weeping dagger. For a uh, Skaven team, not that big of a deal. I know a lot of people are saying it's ridiculous. Until I it's, see it in action, I'm not that worried about it. I agree with most everybody else. It's not needed. Not needed, and it's only a negative to the game. It's not providing any positive to the gameplay. I agree. But they didn't ask me. So. Sure didn't. They should have, but they didn't. Why didn't they ask me? You know, this is how it goes. All right. So um, what else are we missing here? I don't know that we're missing much. Because as much as we'd like to go into more detail, there's not a whole lot more to go into. Well, here's what I hope happens. Well, one, we didn't talk about the... Not only did it have all the the stuff about the teams or whatever, the mm-hmm. couple pages of the histories, but they had these, what are they called? Teams of legend, um, legend profiles. Oh, yes. Yes. This is awesome. what I like actually the most. Those are awesome. So the hall of fame teams. So the bright crusaders of 24, 72 to 24, 73 squad. And then we have the Orkland Raiders from 24, uh, 89 to 24, 90 squad. Which, back when I played, this would have been the year we started our mm-hmm. second edition. And this would have been the team that won it all yeah. back in my league. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting to see this. But they all come with their own team history. They have a full roster of just 12 players. So you could play this with the box set mm-hmm. without having to buy anything else. So you people complaining that there's not enough black orcs or anything else. This book goes with the box yeah. set. Um. It has a full roster that's at 2 million gold gold pieces, and they're equal rosters with the uh, Bright Crusaders one. So it's and a, they each get their own little special skills, too. Yeah, every player is a star player in some aspect that they, they at least have one skill. Mm-hmm. Even this, like, there's a lineman uh, for the Bright Crusaders. His skill is pass. That's what he has. So that's pretty, I mean... Yeah, and those random stats-ups, but... Yeah, it, this is... But they also have team skills. Yes, they all have special rules for each team. This is awesome. That was probably the the best thing they included. The bad thing is, is I will probably never play with these teams. No. To be truthful. But I love this. And here's the bad thing. They, I wish they would have put two more teams in here. Because mm-hmm. this stuff is 100% new. And I'm hoping with each Death Zone book, we get two to four... Maybe even more teams of yeah. legend with these special rosters and stuff. Or if they put out like, remember the old yearbook? Oh they yeah. Did? I know that was just a, a, a gathering of other articles, but they could put out, uh, you know, a yearbook like thing that just has different teams from different eras, so you can play them. Right. To me, this reminds me of back when I think it was John Madden football that started. Like you could play with the eighty-five Bears yeah, versus the exactly. blah 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 team. I love this. I wish they had those in the rule book. Yeah. So then people would have legit rosters for those teams. These four pages, that's what I was about to say. These four pages of these Hall of Fame teams that are exactly 12 players mm-hmm. 
should have been in the rule book. Yeah. That way, if you're buying it as a box game, you could play the basic game, and then you could see this and go, these guys are really cool. They have all these skills. Yeah. Really cool. Um, hats off to the guys for coming up with this. I just want to see more of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And heck, if you wanted to do a yearbook, you could go back to uh, 2489 and uh, do... Uh, just a whole book of all 40 of those teams from the fluff <laughs> and you would make a uh, eighth grade Scott really happy. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> Cause even then you could have, that's how you could introduce new races even just like quickly. Like, okay, here's the Arctic crack spiders and they happen to be spy. I know they're not, but they could be. Spiders. Well, yeah, you could have a one-off special rule thing for mm-hmm. just that kind of goofy stuff. Yeah. Like the West side werewolves or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I was really the Death Zone book, despite the um, inaccuracies and you know the timeline that ends at twenty four ninety three, but we have things that say it continued yeah. on. I didn't like that, but no. overall, the Death Zone season one book, from a fluff standpoint, really, really enjoyed. A plus 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 plus. Yeah. Um, if you see, uh, it a- makes up for the Andy book. and James, and let them know how much I enjoyed that because really good stuff. So if you don't have that book and you like to play sports role-playing game, go get that book. It's really – if that doesn't make you want to name your players something special and come up with a team name that sounds awesome. Then maybe the next segment will. <laughs> maybe so. See how that transition works? Yeah, so let's take a break because Steve's nice going to end this on it. He's really smooth. We'll see you guys. All right, in this segment, we're going to talk about, of course, our favorite thing, fantasy sports role-playing. That's it, what Blood Bowl is. That's what Blood Bowl is. It's not a game of dice or chess with dice. It's fantasy sports role-playing, and you'd have so much more fun if you made it that. Especially in a league. Especially one-off, in a league. One-off games, yeah. It's just or if game. you play me in a tournament, if you're going to beat my butt, at least have your players name something besides <laughs> like the first 12 names you've thought of. Right. It's Dan. It's Danny. It's Jerry. I Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> um, so let's give yourself a little background. Yourself. So let's give a little background as to what we do with the game. We are all about the fluff. We like to name our teams. Not true. Steve's all about collecting things in package and not opening it. And secondly, about the fluff. <laughs> and then... Um, like we have a house league that we've played in for nine years now. We are about to end the 10th season. Yeah. Which I think is nine physical years. And we have very stringent rules that Scott has put in that you need to have a approved team name. You need to name your players and all that. Correct. Because... I'm the commissioner. It's my sports role-playing game. And it's what you like. And it's what I like. And it's what we like. And I tell you what, now that you played all these years, you wouldn't enjoyed it as much as if teams were just called whatever. No, absolutely not. I mean... No, I, even when we first got if into it. Was it called, you know, what, what's the... Some of the horse racing names we talk about. Um, I can't even think of any. She hit me. She hit me or... You know, they hate me or the bloodbath. Smash, smash the elves. You oh, see yeah. that on Fumble, stuff like that. 
um, or quantity over quality. We saw somebody <laughs> do that in Pod Bowl. Right. Um, and yes, they might have fluff behind that, but I, I promise you, if you are a sports fan in the real world, you will not go buy a ticket to go watch. I'm going to go watch quantity over quality. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I didn't know they were playing the Miami Dolphins this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Want to go watch? Uh, no. It's bad enough to go watch the Harlem Globetrotters, and they, they're they not – I mean, they play the Generals all the time. Yeah. So Then they win. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, like you were saying, when we first got into it, you took the Dwarf Giants mm-hmm. because you – didn't have a problem taking the old names. Not at all. And I do. I'm very much, if I'm going to be bringing in a new team, it's going to be one I created. So I'm going to have a team name, logo, and all that. I get that. So, yeah, I've always been a big fan of the fluff. Here's my thing. If you don't know what you're going to call your team, just go grab a team from the fluff. There's Yeah, that's fine. Honestly, there's not a ton of fluff out there for every team. You know. So if you take the Dwarf Giants or the the Reavers or whoever out there, you can create your own fluff because you're the new head coach or maybe the team was in decline and you're trying to bring them back. We bought them out. Um, in the fluff, you know, like the Middenheim Marauders had to sell their stadium in the old fluff, and that's why they became just the Marauders and they traveled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, when we started our league, our friend Gary, he came up with the Middenheim Wolfpack because like their icon- iconography or their emblem is a wolf yeah. in Middenheim. So... I thought that was an awesome name. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I might even use that if I ever play a human team in a <laughs> league, just because I like it so much. Yeah, and if you're ever curious what the old team names were, you can Google Lore of Nuffle, and that website has a lot of the information. Yeah, it has a lot of that stuff. It's awesome. Um, old player names. I mean, I think it's really fun to pluck a guy out of the, the old fluff and you know write a story. Maybe he's the assistant coach. Maybe he's the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go back to the the Midheim Wolfpack, the old ex Reaver thrower uh, Jacob von Altedorf was the head coach yeah. for the, for Gary's season, and then when Gary quit, of course, we said this he got fired and everything. And but you can make a lot of fun out of something really goofy. You yeah, know? absolutely. I, and as we said before, when you name players, they take on personalities and it just adds to the game. For my Oklahoma um, Badgers, my Ork team. You know, I, I plucked uh, Igor Blazetown just because I thought his name was so funny. Uh, an old uh, orc blocker from the the fluff. And I put him on my team and said that he's an old man now and he's going to go. This, he's going out in a blaze of glory. And right. It was like his uh, his final tour of the old world. And this is the only team that would sign him. Well, in the fluff, he started, he got like frenzy in a random league. And I think maybe frenzy and block. And he had some good skills. Mm-hmm. And we made it to the championship, and I said, um, I said for the last for the playoff games, he looked all of a sudden younger and stuff, and I, because I didn't want to cut him at that point, so I worked into the fluff of how all of a sudden, you know, maybe with uh, all the bonus money and stuff from traveling, maybe he found the fountain of youth, you know, through magic or something like that. But you can, but in reality, you cut him and bought a new guy. No, not yet. Okay. Um. Reality is, if I ever bring that team back, yes, I'll probably do that. Oh, okay. Because um, that, that was the whole idea. But I never played that team again. But they were saying how, you know, in, anyways, I wrote the fluff around him get, getting all these good skills. You know, like yeah. maybe he's on PDs like Crom was or something like that. So you can have so much fun with this stuff. I absolutely agree. And, 
Go ahead. Speaking of fluff, and maybe my biggest problem with the new release of Blood Bowl. What's that? You ready? Sure. They changed MVP. Yeah, not a fan. Um, So, if you're new to Blood Bowl, it was always you take everybody who's on your roster, you roll that dice randomly, and that's your MVP. So, whether or not they died, whether they were a merc, whether they were a star player, player, a journeyman, they got the MVP. Yeah. Now, because it was always determined by what was it the the press? It's the media, you know, the media cabal app, vision, whoever, yeah, whoever's broadcasting the game. So it's not for you to decide who gets the MVP. So it's for them to decide, and you figure out why. So if you haven't read the rules yet, or I haven't even cared to look, it's now you take three guys and you randomize it for those three guys. Here's why I hate that. There's a lot of reasons. I think they changed it one. So people could always play a game and almost always skill up to yeah. get that very first skill. Absolutely. I, I get why they did that, because people can't be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's why I hate that. I, I heard some people say, well, you just pick the guys with the best stats. Well, if you do that, then those guys are always going to be propelled higher and higher and higher. Yeah. So you're going to have these tentpole teams of, like, two good guys and everybody else sucks. The reason I think it's great for it to be random is... Your star player points, everything you get in Blood Bowl, you have to earn. The only thing you don't have to earn is the MVP. Yeah. It should be 100% random. You don't deserve it. It's just a free five points. Mm -hmm. You build the fluff around it. Well, this guy didn't even play. No, but did you see what he was doing on the bench? Yeah. He he pulled his pants down, and he distracted the other team by waving his dong at him. If you knocked somebody into the crowd and that got casualtyed, then it was this guy who on the sideline stomped his head in. You can watch almost any college game or NFL game. And a lot of times the guy who gets triple teamed really is the MVP of the defense yeah. because he's holding back it's, doing other things. It's more like getting the game ball because right. the coaches know who deserves the game ball. Right. And you can just build your fluff around it. Are you telling me if the NFL, if there was <laughs> deaths or injuries that, you know, Tom Brady goes out and he throws for four touchdowns, but on the very last play, he heaves that that ball up in the air. They score a touchdown and he dies. That they would be like, we're not giving the MVP to him. Yeah, exactly. So people complaining like, I don't like to, I don't like it going to my dead guys. Well, truthfully, is I don't either. But but that's part of the game. That's part of the game. I I see that fluff wise as you don't have any control over it. Right. And if the guy's sitting on the bench or he didn't play or he's the guy who got knocked out the first play and they, stayed there, they either felt sorry for him. Hey, we have bribes in this game. Mm-hmm. The guy wanted uh, he wanted his parents to his parents were at the game, so they, he wanted it to mean something. So he slipped the referee some money or whoever that decided it. Yeah, he gets the MVP. I think it's a travesty, and I, I'm more pissed about this than anything else in the game. Now, I'm, I'm dead serious. I hate this. I'm not going to. Say I like it, because I'm also of the opinion, like, Chaos Dwarf team, you just pick your three your Minotaur and your two Bull Centaurs, they skill up too fast. However, I will state the reasoning for it, what I think, is you have to take into account how they change the league rules. The league rules are now to the point of it's a season and you have to rebuy your team at the end of the season. So it's more like a rotating system. And with that, you don't get all your money. So you have to make decisions on who you want to keep and who you want to get rid of. 
So random MVP would mean that random people are leveling up, which makes it harder for you to get really good players. And it, it spreads the field, which is what we love, but it doesn't work so well with that system. With that system, you can feed the MVP, feed the ball, and level up certain characters. So I, when you rebuy the team, look, you get your star players. I get why it's in there and got changed. Right. I I'm get why it I happened. don't like it still, but... I, I think from a gaming standpoint, if you're just concerned about leveling, 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 this is just kind of given in to people who are, you know... We've all been there. Oh, I have uh, out of my eleven guys that I played this game. If if one of them gets the MVP, if eight out of the eleven mm-hmm. get the MVP, I skill up. Oh crap! It went to that guy. That oh, guy sat on the bench. Died. Yeah. Or that guy went to to the star player I induced. Tough. Like I said, my standpoint is is that's the only thing in Blood Bowl that's a gimme. You get one free five points somewhere, and most of the time it lands on one of your own players that you have. Otherwise not. I get why they changed it. It's going to make a lot of people happy. And I'm But not... at the same time, it's not a role playing element. Right. Because all you're gonna do is look across your thing and go, who can I get a skill? And it almost guarantees one skill a game for a while. Yeah. Now, Whatever. For the league that I'm starting. Lame. It's lame. <laughs> James, Andy, this sucks. And again, I no. no, it sucks, Andy and James. This this part sucks. Why didn't you call us? I'm not going to defend it, but uh, <laughs> the league that I'm starting, I went kind of in the middle. So it's still going to be random, but it's going to be everybody on your roster at the beginning of the game, except people who die, star players, and mercs. Steve, Andy, James, you guys suck. This is just to help people who are getting into the game. Now, if we want to run an old... Oh, that guy died valiantly. Let's not honor him. Just saying. I'm trying to... I understand, but it's more to appease news people and not get them upset. I'm role-playing a Star Trek game, and I'm a Klingon, and I go out in a blaze of glory and die, and then what does my group say? Eh, we didn't give a crap for him. Yay, Wesley Crusher! Nobody would give it to Wesley Crusher. Yeah, they would, according to this. Anyways. This is a crappy MVP rule. Fine. It, It kills... Okay. I understand it from a game mechanic. Yeah. I hate it as a fluff role-playing mechanic. 100% agree. Sure. It's bad. Okay. If you run your own league, change it. And don't be a wuss if it goes to one of your guys who died or it goes to Morgan Thor. He's a star player. He'd get voted anyways. Okay. Stop being wusses. <laughs> you didn't earn those points. They don't owe you that MVP. It's true. You're laughing at me, but you didn't earn that. Nobody earns anything. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah, Are you done? No, it makes okay. it really make. It, this is the worst part of the new edition. I love the how you can have to rebuy players now at the end of the season. Well, I think that's. I'm. Let's put it this way. I'm really looking forward to the end of the season at the store to try these out to see how they work. Right. I almost want to like roll dice and just kind of fake a fake season to see what it'd be like. I kind of did that a little bit and it seemed to work well. I didn't go into the, I think that's cool. I like the role playing aspect of, you know, how in between games with your cash that you could get your cash wiped Mm -hmm. out or taken away, like off the field incidents. I think that's cool too. See in in mine, um, cause they had it starting at, I think a hundred thousand and that's just not enough 
because if you're trying to save up for a Minotaur or uh, a pre-roll like with something, I made it to where it doesn't start until it's double the cost of your re-roll or the cost of your highest player, whichever is higher. So if it's See, name, this is one of the only other things I don't like about the new release. Hmm. We don't have everything yet, and I know we're not going to get it for a while. Yeah. So we have like this infirm hodgepodge, these firm tournament rules that we've had for the last 12 years or whatever, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then we have these new kind of offshoots, which is almost exactly the same. And now we got to kind of make concessions to both sides, but we don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. But I guess that's just the state we're in, and that's okay. Yeah. But fluff-wise... I don't like silk. MVP, random. So if we're going to continue talking about fluff, you want to talk about random skills? Like if maybe people are thinking about starting a league and they want to do something more fun. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. They're not going to do that. They should. All right. We had someone in Australia talk about their league doing it. Really? hmm Well, I guess we can tell this to the people who are new to the podcast. Right? That's the whole point. All right. So... Um, we do random skills. We do what we call a pick six league. You pick your category. If you're in a skill, you write down those skills in order as they appear. So block would be one. You pick which six you want. And then you roll a dice and you stick within that category. You don't go outside that category. Right. So like if you were a thrower and you already had pass and safe throw and nerves of steel, you would just write down the available options for you and still randomize mm-hmm. it. You, Unless you it, want to go general. It really makes you work. That's, it changes how you play the game, and I think in a more fun role-playing way. I really think so, too. Um, we so played, that's just my opinion. We've played the pick skill you, leagues You end before. up with weird teams, because I have like four guys, no, five guys with wrestle on my Chaos Pack team. Not mm-hmm. one guy has block, <laughs> but I have a lot of wrestlers, which kind of fits the fluff of them since they're brawl room yeah. brawlers, bar room brawlers. But it's just weird having that much wrestle. On my Chaos Dwarf team, three out of four of my Hobgoblins got block. Yeah, well. And it's amazing. Yeah. And and they've become amazing because it was random. Right. Not just you already knew what your first skill was No, they're much more amazing because they shouldn't have those. (laughs) It's going to be weird playing the store league with me picking skills. Yeah. We've done it on Fumble before. And I don't like it. It's not not the most unenjoyable thing ever is like, I got a skill. Eh, I guess I'll take block. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, if you are struggling, and I've seen this online too, uh, people saying, like, I don't know what to name my players. There is a billion name generators out there. Sure are. Um, your teams from the Middenheim area in the old world, maybe that's around Germany. You can go find a German name you know, generator. Yeah. There's tons of those out there. I'm serious in saying you can almost find anything. We had a guy in our league who didn't name his undead players. He just didn't. And I kept warning him that they're going to have names or I'm going to make up names for right. them. And I'm not changing them. And he didn't do it. So I took all his friends and I made a list of like 12 friends. And then I put their names into a... Rap translator? It was like a rap or a hip-hop superstar name generator. And I'd put in the name for this guy, and he would come out, um, you know, uh, Grim Vinnie Funk instead of his name was, you know, Vincent Price or whoever his name was. And 
he, he loved it actually. He was, after it happened, came out pretty damn awesome. After he, he saw it, he he didn't like it at first, and he's like, "Eh, this will just be my team," and it's pretty cool. They they were fun. I like those. But I'm telling you, if you name your players, you will connect with them. You will love them. You won't see them more as numbers, or at least you shouldn't. Right. See, I have a problem. I have like a minotaur that <laughs> in our league who got strength busted early on this season. Most people would have cut him. And he should have. But he was our league MVP for the, the previous season. So I couldn't just cut him. So I said he's so going to finish could have. I could have, but, but I just Your didn't. fluff sense wouldn't let you. No. So um, I, I played with that jerk for the rest of the season, and then I cut him after week eight. He retired. Yeah. So he's gone. And he cost you the championship. Yeah, I didn't make the playoffs with that team, so that's true. That's what I'm saying. But he might have, yeah. Throughout the season, he mm-hmm. might have, he might have cost me because he missed a couple of games because he actually got hurt and ugh, rough season. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got to talk about. Fluff. So we did have someone write to us and ask about conceding games. Before you go into that, isn't it awesome how people need our knowledge? Everybody needs our knowledge. They're like, you guys are really awesome. They at don't Blood even Bowl. know it. It's like, we need your opinion on this. We may not be good at Blood Bowl, but we're good at like stuff around Blood Bowl. I, I, league I, t- tournaments. You know what, though? Tournament-wise this year, I had a great year. I mean, we can go on that in a future episode, yeah. like the year in review. But yeah, we should do I that. was looking at that, and I was like, holy crap, I was really blessed this year. Or lucky. I, I did not have that, uh, <laughs> that uh, to look back to. All right, what's your question? Oh, uh, Jay Anderson was wanting to know how we would deal with concessions in a league. Because he's having a lot of people... What who, is this concession you are talking about? It's when people give up on a game and don't want to play anymore. What, what is... We have never had that in our league. No, we don't allow it in our league. So, very well, much, so what is a concession? So that means, like, if I went to watch the L.A. Lakers play the Boston Celtics. Right. And you're saying, like, the Boston Celtics are winning by 40 points, and the Lakers just go, well, we're going to walk off the field. Yeah. We just get done playing. We're like, nah, we're good. Do you know the how people would feel in real life if that happened? If that happened in Blood Bowl world, there would be like a war in that stadium. Yeah, because there's plenty of times in the fluff where they're talking about, you know, they weren't able to continue because nobody was left alive. Okay, so what was his real question? He he wants He wants concessions to happen? Well, it's a foregone conclusion that in a league concessions are something you just have to deal with because for whatever reason someone's gonna quit you know is this what he's saying no i'm, I'm just saying but let me find let me okay. just read off exactly what he's asking sure we have found for expensive low av teams that losses early in the season and not being able to replace them can be a fun killer watching your team get two or more casualties and getting creamed can also deep motivate people to even play we are thinking about a rule that says if you have a minimum four players off the field and at least two being casualties that you can concede loser still gets his gold and mvp points but has to concede two touchdowns for each half yet to finish on top of any touchdowns already scored now on top of any touchdowns already scored those touchdowns are awarded the same as MVP points and count to season results. And he's wanting to know. So he doesn't like the current concession rules. Right. He thinks this there needs to be a, a little, softer penalty. 
Yeah, this sounds a little too soft. Okay. Because he's essentially saying if you give up a game and it's at the you know, turn four of the first half, you're giving the other guy four touchdowns that each cost five points. Five uh, star player points. Mm. Which I guess you get to assign to people. No. So, so here, here's my thoughts from what it sounds like. Yeah. L- let's say I'm kicking your butt in the league. Well, let, let, let's say you're, I'm, I'm very seeing somebody brand new in okay. the league or just somebody I don't know, not sure. you. Um, and one, two casualties, I don't know why, why you would quit anyways. Well, he's saying you have four people off the field. Okay, so it's seven on 11. We've been there. Yeah. So, one, there's, there's ways to get around it. Leave your guys down. Yeah. You don't have to stand them up and take blocks. Or you can get them up. And you can dodge away. But we might not be fouling as much as some people. Cause uh, okay, hold on. Let me, new... let me finish. Okay, um, you can get up, move your guys away, and try to save them. I get that. I get running for survival. You could leave them sitting on the ground. I'm a pretty big D-bag sometimes in Blood Bowl. Like, in tournaments, I don't mind sitting on the goal line, even when the guy's like, sure. you know, I wouldn't do that. Well, it's a tournament. I'm going to do it because it matters. Absolutely. And I like injuring players. I get going for the star player points. There's no way I would just keep kicking the crap out of people on the ground just to do it. But that's just us. I know that's just us. There are people out there who do that. I'm saying what I would do if I was kicking somebody's butt is I'd score the touchdown, take my star player points, let you set up, Mm -hmm. get my three blocks in, or if you don't dodge away, get my three blocks in. Yeah. And then if you don't want to pick up the ball or whatever, I'll go get some more star player points. I get that. And I understand if you have like a big star player that they might want to kick or something because... But that's not... No, he's talking about new teams. Okay. Because I'm sure this has happened. People are playing. They're getting their ass beat. And this might... We don't know this league. This might be a claw palm type situation. Where they're going in, and it's a two million point team. I get that too. I'm saying, I guess more than anything, I'm saying is, is I don't know if I would be in a league where if everything was going super bad and people were just being douchebags to wreck your season. I think that's detrimental to the league. If you have players like that, agreement on that. However, that's part of the game. So it, it is part of the game, but doesn't that? Why, if you only had eight people that could get together, mm-hmm. why would you want to hurt somebody so bad that they quit the league? I understand Here's, being up their players. But let's just follow this to a logical conclusion. That type of person who is going to foul the crap out of you and try to hurt your people, even though there's no gain for him, if you tell him, don't do that, he's going to be the type of person that's like, well, in the rules I can do that. I don't see why you're telling me. And he's gonna I'm not saying I wouldn't be mad. So... I, I think it's stupid on that guy's part to do the fouling. I get that. Here's an example. We used to have a bunch of hero click players back when me and you ran things. Mm-hmm. And then after me and you started running tournaments, it, it declined because changes in the game and everything else. Then there was a group of about 10 guys that would show up because they loved the game. One guy started making powerful teams. Yeah. All the time. Didn't mm-hmm. matter if he needed the prize or not. Sure. So what he did is is he turned some of the other guys, the only way they can combat him is playing his game. So then they made really, really super competitive teams, yeah. all within the rules. What ended up happening is your player base from 10 went down to 8, 
because you had three guys who could always win. Then eventually, those out of those other five, they got tired of the game. And then it was down to like four guys. And then it was down to like two guys. You know, I'm just saying you whittle away the people you want to play. And then those guys, the power gamers show up and go, well, where's, I can't find anybody okay. to play. So It's like you killed the league by being douchebags. You're saying then that the commissioner should take it upon himself if someone is causing these many casualties to tell them not to. And not to be a douche. Which I, I'm not disagreeing. And I think I, that's I just, probably the better way. But Look, I, I can't even imagine. Here, here's Tim Har from Texas. He's on the podcast Uphill. What is it both? Two Dice Uphill. Two Dice Uphill. That guy loves to make casualties. Mm-hmm. He loves to foul. Mm-hmm. He loves to wreak havoc. In tournaments, he goes, he seems to break armor all the time. Yeah. Whatever. I can't even imagine as much as he likes destroying teams that if he was playing somebody and really destroying them, I can't imagine him just fighting tooth and nail and not calling off the dogs eventually. Okay. I, I get that. <laughs> I guess my but, brain will not allow me fluff wise, fantasy wise for the LA rate. Let's take the LA Lakers to get their butt kicked by the yeah. Boston Celtics and walk off the field. So maybe my brain just doesn't work that okay, way. Okay. So, you don't like concessions, and people shouldn't foul. Get that. But even at tournaments, league, if people want to quit, I'll go. Well, let's just finish it out. Right. My turn's done. Your turn's done. I have to go through those steps. I just can't get up and shake hands. I'm turn five. I know. I'm weird. But he's specifically saying that there there are going to be concessions. So how can we help people with that? Now, I think if. Because I've I've experienced this problem. We had this discussion recently about apothecaries and stuff. Because my slon team is expensive as hell, and I cannot catch up. I'm losing people left and right, and I just don't get the money to and, do it. And under the new rules, at the end of the season, you could go rebuy your team, right. and you'll be okay for next season. New, next season, what he's saying is people are losing interest after two. Here's games. what I think it is. I think there's a lot of people that play online. Mm-hmm. And it's sure easy after I get hurt one guy, my best guy, to tell you like, oh, I got to go take a dump and never show up or just quit because I don't have to look you in the eyes and face you again. So I think there's a ton of people coming from online Blood Bowl playing tabletop, which is great. Okay. But as soon as something bad happens, they just want to say, screw it. Forget this game. Let's move on. Okay. I think it's a little let's, bit of both players here. Okay. Let's take that. If that's the case. How do we help them keep those players in the league? <laughs> now, I'm with you. I don't like conceding. I think their rules, I think that specific way of combating it isn't that good. I don't like it because you're giving way too much to someone who got conceded against. They should just get the double MVP, get the extra money. Now, you're telling me someone is conceding because they got a couple people hurt because they can't afford to buy new people to me, give them a free apothecary uh, for the first two weeks or something. First two games you get, nobody can die. They can take stat bus or something, but you're not going to lose out on the money or add more money to everybody. Everybody's winnings. So you get a, a minimum of 30 plus you know, whatever your die roll is or something. You could allow something in a homemade inducement 
mm-hmm. that instead of them taking, for example, they don't take a team re-roll, but win or lose this game, they can re-roll their money, Yeah, let's say. So even if they lose and get their butt kicked, at the end of it, if they roll the three, they could re-roll their money okay. to negotiate or something. There's other ways to get them money besides just giving them free stuff. Right. But I, I don't... <sighs> so that's what we're trying to help is... A situation like this, where someone's just coming into the game, we don't know their past situation. Sure, I, I get that. They're getting the snot beat out you of them. You also could make some type of rule into your se- your season. And I don't know, I you know, I know like the you hear the three die block guys. If you listen to their league things, they'll talk about how somebody restarted a team. Mm-hmm. Maybe you make some concession where at some point in the season you can restart one time or something, yeah. and basically you wipe the history of that team and you give them. You know, one million to start anew. That way, at least they have a fresh twelve guys yeah. or whatever on the field, and go from there. I mean, see, we don't know the the type of league either. If it's a, we don't. If it's open or not, because the one I'm going to be running, it's open. So realistically, if someone played two games and they lost all their good people, sure, they, they could just start a new team with the same race, even same just name race, a different name, different and, name, and go on. Right. So that might be a way of going around it too. Is just allowing that as an option. I, I over the last I'd say year and a half, we've mm-hmm. seen some people come in from the Blood Bowl video game. Yeah. And we've seen people just shake hands and say, We get too mad when we play each other, so we're just gonna call it a tie. Or Yeah. And to me there's very few people I don't like playing in Blood Bowl, but I've played every game. Mm-hmm. I've got my butt kicked. I've had almost everything bad happen to me. Almost. I know. And vice versa. So it's just, you just deal with it and move on. I, again, this is too much of a role-playing game. I cannot imagine, as bad as the Bears are this year, getting so beat by the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. that they just walk off the field and, you know, the stadium people are all happy and everything else. It just doesn't sit with me. I would never concede a game. And as mad as I've been, I've been ready to walk off and flip the table. I know. Wouldn't But do. other people are going to concede. So that's why he's asking. I, I get it. I even get time constraints. Maybe it's, exactly. you're playing slow and you're already getting your butt kicked. To me, at that point, you look at the guy and go, can we just do one-minute turns? Can we do, you know. Can we just call it? Or I'm, I'm not picking up any of my guys. Mm-hmm. Just go. All right, it's my turn. Go. Okay, it's my turn. Go. All right, let's set up. Hit me three times. Go. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe if you do have a situation where you need to concede, you can throw in the towel and say, I concede. And at that point from on, you know, that point on, your guys can't be fouled and injured. They can be taken off the field. They can, okay, well, something like that. That could be Just a house so, rule. One, you know, I'll set up for kickoffs and you can hit me then. Right. But once I'm down, there's no more fouls. Exactly. Something along those lines just to but mitigate the losses. But I also can't losses. do – I can't hit you back. I can't – Sure. You know, I can't blitz you. Yeah. I mean, maybe that I'm is I'm conceding. Therefore, I'll set up to do the obligatory stuff. You can get the ball and walk down the field. But once I'm down, you can't do anything to me. I also like stats in games. I like seeing like, I oh, agree. there's a record. Somebody got beat 6 nothing or whatever. It's 6-5. to five. If you quit some of those games that you could skew the stats, and there's no way I'd ever forfeit the game and give somebody an extra MVP just because. I agree. So. So, 
for that situation. Maybe talk to your league guys first as a commissioner and just talk to people because I don't care if you're playing orcs or you're playing um, lizard men. Yeah. We've seen it in our league every year that lizard men are around. The sources are the ones that get their butt kicked, <laughs> not are. the skinks, at least yeah. in our league. One day it's going to come around on them and, you know. They're going to have so, to face the price. Jay, we didn't really answer your question. Uh, we threw out a few ideas. Hope maybe one of those works. If not, feel free to directly you, you contact You have your us. players who want to quit, contact me, and I'll say, you need to get tough. And then you have those guys who are being douchebags who are running off your players, contact me, and I'll say, you need to stop being a dick. Right. And if that doesn't work, let us know. We well, can see what we can do. Yeah, we'll make fun of them on the podcast. Give us their address. Just give us names. We'll be happy to make fun of people. I'll randomly give them one of Steve's. Nope. Here's what I'll do. Going, I'll, I'll take no. one of Steve's nope. Blood no. Bowl things in package. Nope. And to humiliate them, I'll open one up and send it to them and say, see, it's not opened. This is almost as bad as your idea of guess what's in this package. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Scott wanted to play a game on the podcast of guess what's in the package. I blindfold Steve. I take one of his sealed boosters. I crack it open and see if he can guess it correctly. If he guesses it correctly, he keeps it. It's really easy. He has his, still has his collectible. And if not, we give it out to a listener. Yeah, I don't like that idea. It would be amazing. What's amazing is, is we could probably play that for at least 24 episodes because he has that many packages of sealed stuff. And he's, he's trying to tell me I'm wrong, but he can't tell me I'm wrong. I am not trying to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> You're probably right around correct. <laughs> Maybe low. He's yeah. a sad man. But if you need anything, contact Steve. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that wraps that up. I know we didn't solve any problems there. Was there any no. other things you had? Um, no. We'll just cover the rest in shout outs. All right. We'll be, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with some shout outs. And the final segment of the show. Shout outs! That's what I was waiting for. Uh, before it. we get to that, um, I did want to mention a couple things. A, they changed Bloodweiser Babes to Bloodweiser Kegs. Oh, we forgot that. I'm 100% behind that. I have no issue. Why? You don't like girls in Blood Bowl now? No. It, you it, want it to be an all-guy sport? No, this, this opens it up to girls and makes it a little bit less sexist. So, I'm fine with that. What? It's, just, it's like having booth babes at a convention. It's just weird. <laughs> Not if you like chicks. No. Look, I, no, I get I, it. I get what you're saying. It, I know. Somebody was complaining about that. In my, my mind, it's still girls who are Absolutely. sitting around the kegs serving beer. It doesn't change anything. But if you're getting new players to play and you're getting husbands and wives playing, because I've seen so many posts on Facebook. Me and my wife played this. Yeah. If that would turn her off... Then take it out. It's not that big of a deal. The second thing I wanted to mention, the NAF had a ruling on piling on where they're allowing the old rule at tournaments. I cannot express how much I'm against that. Why? They took every new rule. So everybody who got the new game can just walk into a tournament and know the new rules plus the old rules and be fine. And now they have to go, oh, well, except for this one rule, which arbitrarily we chose to keep the old way. <sighs> and so many people are like, well, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. I got Spiky Cup coming up, and 
that is a huge casually driven tournament. It's big. And I don't even know if it's going to be NAF approved this year because I don't like it. Oh, we're going to disagree about that off the air. No, I've, I've, I got, I got workarounds in place, but it, what do you it, mean? It's not going to be NAF approved. Just, Screw you, buddy. It's just dumb. That's coming as an NAF representative. It's dumb. Well, and I, I get it. You people like the old rule. Don't have an issue with that. This goes back to hero click days when I was running events. So, everybody who played hero clicks had house rules nobody knew how to play correctly so when they came to a tournament that i ran i made 100 percent sure i was running it by the true rules that were put out so i didn't have anybody who came in who played by the rules that they learned at home and was confused i I and i would go to other tournaments and it would piss me off every time they do an incorrect ruling and yeah like we don't use that here look the the real problem is is not whether the NAF is allowing it or not allowing it. Here's the deal. If GW would have just taken piling on as a skill and either A totally removed it from the game yeah. or B totally just took it and moved it to the optional rules. It is. Okay. It but is. but sorry for topping out there. <laughs> but if they wouldn't have changed how it's worded or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not change the skill at all. Just moved it to the optional rules. Yeah. Then the NAF could say, this is an option. This is an option we're always going to use. But what I'm saying is it is an optional rule by GW. I should be, as a tournament organizer, allowed to say it's optional. I'm choosing not to use it. But, but once again, they changed how the... It's just like if they changed how block was going to be used. And then the NAF uses the old wording for block. But no, I'm saying... It's just GW itself moved that rule to optional rules. So I shouldn't have to use that in the tournament. You can do whatever you want in your tournament. I'm not allowed to get rid of it. Okay. Well, you can listen to what all those people say, Pen- or you can just put it in your rules and move on. Because then it th- won't be getting any F approved. No, there's, there's tournaments all the time that get approved for not. They don't look through all that stuff. Well, they're that, supposed to maybe, and maybe they're change. doing a better job. Yeah, I'm saying, I know. Once again, then, like we talked about last segment, the NAF shouldn't be jerks to the people who are running stuff. Yeah, but if GW would have taken piling on just like it was written mm-hmm. and just moved it to optional rules, there's not going to be a problem because now you said the NAF's not using it. That's the only thing they're not adapting. Right. Well, they're doing it for two things. They're saying it's a main part of the core rules, and they're using the old wording, aren't they? Yeah. It's not eating up team rules like right. the new wording. That's my issue. Well, it doesn't really matter. As long as people know it going in, it's not that big of a deal. You say that, and then I have to deal with the random person who just happens to show up because they just got into Blood Bowl, and they made a team not knowing... But yeah, they should read the rule pack. I get it. But they definitely should read the rule it's pack. Now something I have to throw into the rule pack to answer all the questions. It is a pain in the ass if that's what you want. Yeah. But so is a lot of this. I'm really looking forward more so to about a year and a half from now. Yes. Where we find out if more Blood Bowl stuff is coming out and changing or if we can now make a solid rule set for leagues. Right. And tournaments with the NAF United as well as the GW rules. So there you go. Yeah, it's just the half-assing of it. I really disdain 
for. I gotcha. But other than that, shout outs. <laughs> Go for it. So Kieran Buren, uh, he actually sent in Blood Bowl Fluff for his team. And uh, his team name was the White Skull Pilers. Right. Like piling up skulls. Right. And he sent you the fluff. Right. And what'd you think? The fluff is fine. It's actually good. Okay. It's, it's nice fluff. It's a cool little story. It's talking about the uh, White Skull tribe that this orc is from and how mm-hmm. he starts the team. So, I'm not the end-all be of a fluff, even though I think I am. Right. It's, but you are the end-all be-all of both down approved. Right. So, if you're really asking Scott Prime's opinion, I would change the name of the mascot. Now, the pilers are written into the fluff, so I get it. They're little... It reminds me of one of those old baseball names that you hear about from teams like in the early days of baseball that you like. Metropolitans? Yeah. White Stockings? Well, there's even other ones. Dodgers? No, not the Dodgers. That's a weird name. It's kind of weird. We're so used to it, though. Yeah, but you know why they named that, right? Uh, Dodging bullets? I don't know. No, they used to dodge streetcars when they went over to the stadium. Oh, okay. Well, then that's even dumber. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or like the Red Legs. I mean, no. The Lakers. Well, the Lakers used to be in Minnesota. I know, so. but still, what's yeah. a, what's a Laker? I get it. The Jazz is horrible. I get it. Okay, I'm just the saying Pelicans. it just freaking remi- Pelicans. I'm saying if it was my team, okay, my mascot would not be the Pilers. Okay, the fluff is not bad, and you're not no problem with White Skull. No, I mean there's tribes everywhere on, on yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I mean, as dumb as my ogre team's name is, you know, my ogre team is the morgue in town. Maulers, mm-hmm. because they all worship the Maw, which is that big pit. So that's why it's W A or M A W, Lurs, not like a Mauler, like a tank right. Mauler. And they're all ogres who look up to Morgenthor, and so like they gathered and followed him around. So they became kind of like this meandering tribe of ogres, trying to be the best ogre ever. And so then this encampment just became Morg in town. Which is also a playoff like the West Virginia town where the college is, the Morgantown. Okay. See? Yeah. It's not great. It's really not great fluff. Not, not both down approved. But I like it. Yeah. So it's it's right. It's not as bad as your <laughs> site for Sorai team. That's awesome. Yeah. I will always love that team No, name. that's a pun name and it's terrible. It's a great name. Well, it's not both down approved. I don't care. So it's if you're asking me. So Kieran, if you were in our league and this is what you submitted by the fluff you gave me, I would allow it in my league. It would not be my favorite choice for the mascot. Now, I don't know what's better. I don't have a better suggestion right now, but it does fit your fluff. It just reminds me of those weird, you know, we're the barnstormers or whatever. Yeah. So whatever. Makes sense. I thought the White Skull Tribe was really cool, though. I thought that part was really cool. I would just change that. But when I first looked at it as a glance... (laughs) <laughs> and I know I'm not like Mr. Super Speller. Right. But I thought they were the pliers. It does kind of look like that. Like I was like, White Skull pliers? What? Yeah, they really love hardware. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm like, eh, I'm not sold totally on it. But yes, I would allow that in my league. Okay, cool. I want to give a shout out to Jay Anderson again because he sent in that message. Of course. Anything else before we get to the reviews? Um, I'm trying to think of things. Uh, we have a tournament coming up in January, but we'll talk about that more, I guess, next oh, yeah. episode. I keep forgetting about that. It's the Wizard Cup. It's already on the NAF page, so you can sign up. It's, it's, need to fi- get... 
It's five bucks, folks. I need to get scars updated. It's the kickoff to scars. It's five bucks. It's just it's really basic, just so we can get the new guys hopefully to come up, play mm-hmm. some, get some games under their belt. No matter yeah. what, they maybe can get two or three games. Whatever. It'll be fun. It's gonna be a great time. So I'm really looking forward to it. So yes, let's get on to these ratings. Where are you gonna start? Uh, I will start with our first four and one. The only four and one we know. Matthew Pinnell gave us five stars by Doctor Pinnell. Uh, his title was the Blood Bowl Fluffy Podcast, and we told people we'd read it all, so we'll read it all. Yeah, this is long. Kilwaggy and Prime talk engagingly about all things Blood Bowl. Both the unapproved team naming section is a highlight, although a very U.S. centric naming scheme. I would say it's very Scott centric naming scheme. Well, and Scott is born and raised in the USA, so therefore, you yeah, know, it really is. I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah, of course. Um, but. But we don't have much exposure elsewhere. I mean, the- but yes, I even look at the 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 football or soccer leagues in mm-hmm. other nations, and I'm like, why didn't they change your name to this? <laughs> why can't it all be like me? The fluff rules in the sometimes anarchic podcast. Can Mister K get his last four miniatures? Do I still need four? <laughs> Unreleased troll. Oh come coach. on! Who cares? Okay, you're gonna get them all, and then you're gonna be sad. I I know. I had this discussion with someone. Does Mr. Prime know what happened to the missing comics in his collection? They're water damaged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he really does listen more than I do. Would love to play these guys sometime. sometime. I'm guessing I'd lose, but have a lot of fun trying. That is not true. (laughs) No, dude. There's a great chance. (laughs) You could beat us. You would beat us, and you would see me get really mad and almost throw dice. And and if it was a small tournament, I'd I'd curse a lot. Yeah. Which is why the fun ones, small ones are fun. (laughs) Even though I'm not a local, living near London, the rundown of team progress in the local league is still entertaining, particularly the banter between the two of them. We banter? Do we do that? Shut up and read. No, we don't do a rundown of our local league that often. We, at the hey, beginning, we talk yeah, about true. stuff like the playoffs and this and that. Keeps me amused on my walk to work and when painting my miniatures. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Mr. Pinnell. Yeah. He actually Doctor? Sent a, he sent us a uh, screenshot, so... Oh, that's awesome. That's good, because we wouldn't have seen this otherwise. Nope. Although, and, and I guess just to, you can change your... And just to update you on league stuff... Um, we were in the playoffs. We were in the playoffs. I, I was in the wild card game. I lost to my old friend Robert, who was on the podcast about a year ago, talking about our old days of second edition. He threw a pass. He needed a six. He got a six. He threw it to a bull centaur, who was in three tackle zones, and a Nurgle... Uh, disturbing presence zone. So minus four, and he rolled a six to catch it. No, he rolled a two and then a six with his re-roll. And then he dodged out for a four, and then he had to do all three go-forts with sprint and made every one of them. So he beat me on the last play of the game before we went into overtime, two to one. So my Nurgle team had the the second most points in the league, tied for first, really, in the league, with the best record, out of the playoffs. And on the other side, it was Chaos Dwarves versus Dwarves. Right. Alan played the Dwarves, my Chaos Dwarves. And uh, my guy decided not to pick up the ball like four turns in a row. So that was amazing. And then Alan comes, picks up the ball, no problem, in the tackle zone. Gets pick it up, no problem. I knock him down. The ball goes to two of his guys. So he's pushing people forward, and I have to go 
pick up the ball in two tackle zones and throw the pass in two tackle zones. Nice. And it was inaccurate, but not a fumble. And then it scattered three times and went right on top of my guy. (laughs) So he still caught it? Mm Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So the uh, passing game for Chaos Dwarfs, this this playoffs, uh, is doing really well. That's great. So there's your league update. So we're down to the final four teams. We got humans versus Chaos Dwarves and Chaos Dwarves versus Lizards. So I'm hoping for a Chaos Winners go to the final and losers go into a third place game. So hoping for Chaos Chaos Dwarf versus Chaos Dwarf in the finals. We'll see what happens. All right. So I got one here from Molten Steel. I love this podcast. I just started listening to it since they re-released Blood Bowl. I hope you... Uh, really are going to read this on the podcast. Sounds like Steve is a great knowledgeable. He hasn't listened long. So oh, I'm cool. sorry. I, there's a comma there. Oh. He's a great knowledgeable Blood Bowl personality. And Scott, well, he is Scott. No, hmm. he has listened for a while. Okay. What goes there to say about Scott? Uh, you guys rock. Keep making podcasts. Well, Molten Steel. How many stars did he give us? He gave us five stars, but well, he's going to change it after then this. Then he's right. What? Steve doesn't know crap about Blood Bowl. <laughs> he knows about collecting miniatures uh-huh. and keeping them in package. Mm-hmm. He's that guy in the chicken suit on Toy Story 2. And he's a real jerk about this. I'm not that bad. You're almost that. You were at one point, maybe. Close. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, what do you mean? Uh, what is Scott? He's just Scott. Screw you, Molten Steel. Aren't you just Scott? Yeah, I'm Scott Prime. Okay. He didn't say Scott Prime. That's what I'm mad about. He didn't say prime. Oh, I got, I got it's true. You're I'm prime. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. So next one, five star, great podcast by Hyperbo Lemur. Interesting. The number one Blood Bowl podcast with a losing record to me. Mwahahaha. P.S. Grave Batista was gold and you tossed it away like blades of grass to an uncaring wind. Who's, who's Grave Batista? Well... He didn't put his name, so I guess we're no. not going to... Who is Grave Bautista? Grave Bautista. He's a wrestler. Oh, he was on there? Nuffleween. Was he on there? Was he on your list? Wasn't on mine. Okay. No, that was... Oh, that was for the uh, bat. Oh, for the bat name? Yeah. Yeah, see, it's so... Psh. Oh, bat as in bat- Bat-tista. Bat-tista. Yeah. Oh. I didn't think about that either. I, sorry, man. We got... um. Drax the Destroyer in our head. We see Dave Bautista. Mm-hmm. We just think WWE. Pretty much. He says, with a losing record to me. Well, I know who Hyper Lemur is if it's the same NAF name as him. And, well, he's right. He has beat me once. <laughs> he's He might have beat you a few times. But I tied him with my halfling. So, screw you, buddy. Who is it? I believe it's John Spurgeon. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, we got one here from a female listener. Boom. Eat that, 3 dot block. Jenny Marie. One zero zero five says, Scott Prime is awesome. This is an amazing. She must be a really intelligent woman. Scott Prime is awesome. You hear that, Molten Steel? Scott Prime is awesome. Kilowaggy. Not spelled maybe how we spell Kilowaggy. It's more like Waggy is uh, not very good. Scott has a small package of dice. Seriously, though, these guys are a lot of fun to listen to. 
If you have Blood Bowl, maybe listen to these guys a little. Props, guys, for driving the community. Well, thank you, Jenny Marie. I hope to see you at the next tournament. She just flat out threw me under the bus. <sighs> well, you're not very good. So Molten still loves you, but I have, I have a girl that likes me. It's because we changed Bloodweiser Babe to the whatever. Bloodweiser yeah. Kegs. I guess we're going to go back to babes. I'm kind of more handsome, so... Well, the girls pick up on that. Can't really debate so that. So do one. the boys. Yeah. Uh, next one's by. Yeah, we only have a couple more. We're not going to bore you too long. They love it. They they should. By the, by now they're like these guys don't have any knowledge. We're just listening because you're either we're bored. in or you're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're here till the end. We're we're cuddling after this. I mean that's what it's Them like. Them and us, right? Not I, us. I was using it as like a metaphor. Like okay. if they were sleeping with us and having sex with us, they're oh. going to stay to cuddle because they've made this commitment. They're just not going to leave. Okay. Unless they, they got what they wanted and left. They would have already left then. That makes sense. So if they're still here, they're cuddling. <laughs> well, with or, that Or taking us to Whataburger. Uh, five stars. The number one Blood Bowl podcast for a reason by Play174Life. Show, show's great. Really. If you like Blood Bowl, download. Also, every team name created by Chris Thomason is both down approved till the end of time. Hmm. Wow, too bad he didn't have you read that. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not allowed so to give that. True. Yeah, so it's not approved. Well, Sorry, we read buddy. it out, so yeah, doesn't matter. All right, it was the, a good attempt, though. The next one is by Dustin. Uh, I really only listen to see how many times they say my name. Uh, one out of one listeners found this helpful review helpful. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's not a part of it. Oh, that means somebody clicked on it and said that was helpful. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So, you ready? Sure, Dustin, Dustin. Dustin, so D Dog, Dustin, so Dustin, 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 Dustin. So I don't know how many times that is. From but Dustin n- till dawn. From Dustin till dawn. Dustin time. <laughs> we got wet Dustin, sloppy Dustin, <laughs> stinky Dustin, spaghetti Dustin, banana <laughs> Dustin. What? I was thinking of like banana Fosters. Isn't that like a you dessert? No, yeah, you have no idea what I was going off of. No, here. I sure don't. Probably some movie reference that from Dustin till really, dawn. Uh, Other people got it. Oh, Keith I have Marin. seen that though. I have seen that. Yeah, I got you. Okay, we got wet Dustin. Mm-hmm. I got you. <laughs> Smelly Dustin. Yeah, it's a joke about beer, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, anyways, those are the uh, reviews. We appreciate that, guys. So, if you would like to go to iTunes, leave a- us a review and five stars. We'll be sure to read it out on the next podcast. Yeah. As you can see, you can insult Scott Prime by saying, like, he's just Scott. Or you can say that Killiwaggy's just meh. Yeah. He's not good. And you can almost get all of your team names both down approved automatically. <laughs> <laughs> that was just luck. We were going back and forth on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what else do we have? Nothing. So what's coming up, you're probably wondering. If we can get it done in time, there's still time left in this year. For the award ceremony known as the Downies coming next episode. All right. Do we have anything else? Not a thing. Well, I'd like to say good luck in the playoffs, but if you do good, have good luck and win it all, you're going to brag to me about how you have more championships. So You have more third-place trophies than I do. I have a lot more everything trophies than I you. I don't even know if I have a third-place trophy. I don't think I do. No, I don't think so. I've beat you the few times you've been there. Yeah. So. No, you have one. You made it with the uh, Ravagers one time. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was the year that me and you had to play each other like four yeah, times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
oh, the conflict year. <laughs> that's the year that we should have stricken from the record. <laughs> no championship held. <laughs> if, if all God, if we ever do that again, we should just roll off and not play the games. <laughs> just concede. Yeah. No, not me. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We hope to uh, hear from you. And if you have any things you want to promote or anything else, give us a call. Oh, I'm oh, glad I said that. You found the other podcast. I did. Um, it was posted by Hard Six. Hi, guys. I'm currently running a podcast that is Age of Sigmar and Blood Bowl Focus. Check it out at says www.hard6. That's hard, the number six dot co dot uk so this really feels like you're sending someone to a porn site well i haven't clicked on it so i might be so i'm gonna click on it while we're here still you're hanging on here we're cuddling no it's a legit thing so um anyways we got a website how many episodes um well this one says episode 27 it's beginning to look a lot like christmas uh, episode 26 says Blood Bowl is here is the title. Is this called The Hard Six? It's called The Hard Six. Hmm. Not like I said, H-A-R-6 dot C-O dot U-K. So I don't know if that means they have 15 minutes of Blood Bowl, but they did post in the Blood Bowl community. So I just thought I would pass that on that we now have another podcast. I'm assuming that they were focused mainly on Warhammer stuff for a while. and Yeah. Maybe they started a league with the new release, so now they're going to start talking about. They both. saw the the, they saw the light. Yeah. So, anyways, it's pretty cool. Welcome to the uh, Blood Bowl podcasting world, guys. Okay. Now is that it? That is definitely it. I fi- I finally found it. So okay. Good. We're good. Then if we don't hear, if you don't hear from us bet- between now and Christmas time, have a merry Christmas. Oh yes, merry Christmas. And, happy uh, holidays. Happy holidays. Happy, Hanukkah, happy winter whatever. party or whatever it is now. We're, we're having ours January 21st, the day of your tournament. You're having a winter party? You are, too. We work with the same company. What is a winter party? See, this is one of those tangents you talked about early in the episode, yeah. so this is foreshadowing. See how that works? It's like a Christmas party, just whenever they can hold in, it. In January? January 21st. Okay. Well, isn't that near Chinese New Year? I don't know. Not Chinese. Huh. Should ask your friend Vin. Also, not Chinese. Well... Okay. You might know, though. We can go to a Chinese restaurant and find out. <laughs> I really doubt that, but we could. We should. Anything else now? <laughs> no, this is just one of those tangents where we giggle uh... and laugh. We've talked enough. We'll see you next year or right before. We don't know. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is both down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Dust.
Dustin, Dustin, Dustin. Dustin, come on in. Dustin. Lovers, here at the Diddy Twister, we're slashing. Dustin. In half, give us an offer on our best selection of. Dustin. This is a. Dustin. Blowout. All right, we got white. Dustin. Black. Dustin. Pan. Dustin. Yellow. Dustin. We got hot. Dustin. Cold. Dustin. We got wet. Dustin. We got smelly. Dustin. We got hairy. Dustin. Bloody. Dustin. We got snapping. Dustin. We got silk. Dustin. Velvet. Dustin. Nalga hide. Dustin. We even got horse. Dustin. Dog. Dustin. Chicken. Dustin. Come on, you want. Dustin. Come on in. Dustin. Lovers, if we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in. Dustin. Love attention. Dustin. Shoppers, take advantage of our penny. Dustin. Sale. If you buy one piece of. Dustin. The regular price, you get another piece of. Dustin. Of equal or lesser value for only a penny. Try and beep. Dustin. For a penny. If you can find cheaper. Dustin. Anywhere. Fuck it.